0: Live from NYC, human suplex machine The one and only king, they stream it and they scream It's the tag Show, everybody hacking Everybody just wants more with the action Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting Better watch out, it's all he's asking Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker Original, he's no poser, no competition He's the owner, there I'm moving speakers closer Cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show All right
1: Welcome, welcome to this special edition, special live, three hours coming at you of the Taz Show, a post-WrestleMania special, but is it really post, being that WrestleMania is still going? uh Uh-uh! Have no fear, your boy is here, and I got it all covered as I watch a new Universal Champion crown in my man, my amigo. King of Suplex City, his name is Brock Lesnar, it just happened. Goldberg no longer the universal champion. That's right, kids. Welcome to the show. Uh, It's going to be fun here on CBS Sports Radio and uh, a plethora of CBS radio stations across the uh, country streaming live at tazshow.com. Videos on there and audio. Maybe you're listening on the radio.com app. I appreciate that. Maybe on the CBS Sports Radio app way you're pulling in this show, I appreciate it. Maybe you're checking out the podcast version of the show at Play It or Spotify or iTunes or TuneIn. It's all good. That's love for me and love for the Taz Show and for the We Over Nation. Welcome to the show. And uh, the phone line's are already jamming. I didn't give the phone number out already. People remember the number from last time. So if you want to call the show, it's a very, very simple process to talk WrestleMania with me. Attention, hotline fans. All you got to do. Is dialing 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. That's right. So, we just saw Brock Lesnar become the new universal champion, as I said. You know, it was interesting the way they just did that match because it was uh, the physicality of the match was built around just a few moves. I mean, very uh, good booking, in my opinion, by taking limited moves that both guys choose to move. uh, Use, I should say. Like basically working the whole match around several spears, uh, a jackhammer, uh, a plethora of German suplexes by Brock. So, you know, uh, some physicality on the outside, uh, a spear through the barricade and all that kind of stuff. Very interesting. Very well done. I I lost count on how many German suplexes Goldberg received from uh, Brock. But, you know, I don't know. They probably put in, you know, six, seven minutes somewhere in in that vicinity. But it was good. It was good. I kind of liked it. And then we got a new Universal Champion. that's not the only new champion that they uh, ended up, you know, uh, crowning on this particular WrestleMania. And we're still waiting, by the way, for The Undertaker in his uh, massive match against Roman Reigns. And that seems like that's closing this bad boy out. But we saw Randy Orton become the new WWE Champion. And we saw new Raw Tag Team Champions. Oh, yes! None other than the returning Hardy, boys, and I'm talking about Matt and Jeff Hardy. Yes. All oh, the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Holy cow, that was just really cool stuff for sure. And uh, right now, oh, I forgot about this match. The uh, women's, uh, we're seeing Alexa Bliss come out right now with the, um, the women's uh, SmackDown Championship. So, forgot about that. Yeah, so they'll be going. They're going to probably go to midnight. But that's okay. Because you guys are watching WrestleMania as you're listening to me. And it's great. You've been listening to the SmackDown commentators and the Raw commentators. Jeez, it seems like forever today and tonight. So why not listen to me right here on CBS Sports Radio? There's nothing better. And you guys can call and interact with the show like uh, you know you're doing right now. None other than okay. Well, I'm having a problem with this thing. Hold on, hold on. Oh, there we go. Hey, Superkick Saunders, you are in Philadelphia and you're also on attached on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, bro? That's what's going on, man. Good, Superkick. So. What's up? What do you want to talk about?
2: Dude, I just want to call in and give WWE their props. I've been pretty negative on WWE. People tell me that. And I haven't enjoyed the past couple of WrestleManias, but they're killing it tonight, in my opinion. They're doing fantastic.
1: I think they're doing uh, really good, man. I mean, they've, they've done some interesting stuff. Like I said, the Hardys. I mean, i popped pop for the Hardys. That was huge. I mean, Hardys. Dude,
2: I, I couldn't believe it. I was freaking out in my living room by myself. <laughs> I mean, you can't get better than that.
1: Yes. And, uh, you know, and then as we saw Superkick, we saw... Uh, like, just now, just saw Brock Lesnar win, and, and I was hoping maybe Finn Balor would come out like I predicted during WrestleMania, but I got a feeling we'll see Finn Balor tomorrow night on Raw.
2: Well, can I propose an idea out there? you still got The Undertaker. What about an Undertaker-Finn Balor confrontation?
1: Uh, yeah, but I you know I, mean, you know, I know Superkick, you listen to my show every day at TazShow.com, so you know what I've been saying. I'm not saying I'm right, but I really feel confident that Finn Balor, my friend, is going to gun after that universal title that he never lost. I feel you. I feel you. Rule number one, Taz is always right. Let me just say one more thing. Yes, I want sir. to give
2: props to your boys. Matt Hardy is doing fantastic business. Matt Hardy is still going to be appearing at House of Hardcore, even though he's now with WWE. Props to your boy for a great thing. Well, you know what? Let me tell
1: you. So, Matt Hardy's a professional. There's nothing wrong with that. That's all good. Super kick. I appreciate you uh, calling into the show and 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 uh, being a fan of the show. That's awesome. Right now, we're seeing, I guess, say the, the females here for this uh, SmackDown Women's Match uh, coming out uh, to compete. So, for Alexa Bliss's uh, championship, which, um, you know, man, they, they're really in a tough spot, these these ladies. They're really, really late in the card. Uh <laughs> I mean, there's been so much, I don't know, four hours, something like that, and it's been crazy, and now these girls are kind of sandwiched in between Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar and Goldberg's match, and then Roman Reigns' Undertaker's match. That's where they put in the SmackDown Women's Championship, which, as it might not, not right now we're watching Naomi do her entrance, which she's awesome, and I predicted her to win this match. Let's see if she does, and and regains her title that she never lost, that she she had to relinquish due to injury. But I'm telling you right now, man, it's it's uh, it's kind of good booking. It's tough for these ladies, but it's good booking to put them in the middle of those two big, big matches of the Universal title and The Undertaker and Roman Reigns match because it's a nice buffer. The nice buffer, let me up. That's what we used to say backstage when we worked for WWE. It's a let me up moment. You know, get me out of that realm that I just saw, a new Universal champion crowned, okay, and, and I'm waiting if uh, Undertaker and Roman Reigns is Undertaker gonna just gonna be his last one? Is is it truly gonna be Roman Reigns' yard? All that kind of stuff. Is is the Undertaker gonna ride off into the sunset? You know, uh, and and you put this ladies' match, there's, you know, for the SmackDown Champion Women's Championship in the middle of it. It's uh, I think it's very smart booking and and it's good. And I I, I guess I've been hitting head so many times. I forgot this match. Uh, there was been so many matches. I forgot this match was even coming on here. I thought they were gonna go right into Undertaker. So. Uh, but I think it's all good. I think it's smart. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, hey, uh, what do we got here? We got. I'm gonna problem with this. I'm not used to this phone thing. Cause my phone. Oh, here we go. Tim in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. You're on the Taz Show on CBS uh, Sports Radio. Goodness, so hey, hello, Tim. Hey, just lower your radio, please, bro, because I hear myself in the background. How you doing? Good. Talk to me. What's up? Uh, I'm glad the Hardy Boys came back. Yeah, man, it was awesome. New tag team champs on Raw. That was great. Yes, it is, and I'm. I really yes. like them so much. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. They are awesome. I mean, that Jeff Hardy bump was insane through the ladder because he's always been nuts, and he's still nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's great, Tim. Well, I appreciate uh, you calling. But wait, wait, you got something else you want to say? uh Come on. I'm, let's go. I'm glad that, uh Brock Lesnar won too. Yes. I, he is the best. He is the best. He's the king of Suplex City, Tim, in Omaha, Nebraska. I appreciate you calling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're cranking right now. Speaking of cranking, these ladies in the ring—I mean, just having at it. You got—you got a—ah, Jesus, it's—it's tough. I—I I think that you know, it's small right now. They got Naomi and Alexa Bliss. They were having at it right there for a second. I think, like I said, Naomi. In my what I predicted on my daily show is I predict uh, Naomi to win this thing here. I hope I'm right. I kind of been right so far, Dennis. So uh, let's introduce here real quick here the producer of the show, Dennis the Lumberjack Jones. Tim- Dennis, I've been, doing pre- I've been doing pretty good in my predictions, haven't I? Uh, that's a yes. yes. Sure. Yes. Sure. No. Well, I no, I've been doing pretty good. I mean, what are you saying? I, 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 well, I'm, I'm kind of pooping you know, poop the bed here. What am I doing? Fair to Midland, I believe is the expression. Oh, that's called a hack. Yeah, you hacked my line. Well, let's back up a second. <laughs> so, I mean, I got mostly everything right. I got the cruiserweight thing in the pre-show. I got that wrong. That we know. I definitely got that wrong. I, that's the only one I got wrong. Not, not that I got it. I got it wrong that Austin was going to win. Win Austin Aries and he lost, right? But I got others wrong. I see your face through the glass, like eh, not so much, my friend.
3: Yeah, there's the well. The problem was we ranked them in order of importance, and you thought Austin Aries was a surefire win. That I really, was your I did.
1: that was your most confident match. I blame Katie Linn I blame it's all Katie's fault, and Smart. she's not here to defend herself. So why not bury her? So uh, and uh, so, who did better in predictions? Me and you.
3: Oh well, we still got two matches to go, but I don't want to. Well, I don't want to say it on air. But. So you're telling me nothing. Well, let me ask you something real quick. What's been your favorite match so far? My favorite match thus far. Uh, I mean, easily the tag match, having the Hardys come back. Just as a fan, it's seeing Jeff and Matt. Yes, nothing's
1: better. Did I not predict that was going to happen? You did? You, yeah, well, so then why, why I, not put me over? Well, I that's why you're that. running the game. That's exactly right. I am running the game, and don't you or anybody else ever forget it. I'm running the game! that's a shoot right there. There's no doubt about that, so I'm telling you that right now. Hey, uh, who we got here? We got uh, Mr. UPS, Chuck in Virginia. You are on the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. Hey,
4: greetings, Taz. Greetings, Lumb Jack. What's going on, boss? Happy UPS Day, all right? I mean, happy WrestleMania Day. <laughs> happy
1: WrestleMania <laughs> Day. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, what's yeah, up? I'm... You want to talk about the show?
4: Well, the Hardys, I, was, I wasn't surprised to see them get into the match, but I was definitely shocked and surprised to see them actually win the tag title. That was nice.
1: Well, if they're gonna debut, dude, they got to do that, right? I mean, you know, we've, we, you know, I've talked about that, like somehow, some way, the way, somehow, I should say, how Vince thinks. If you're gonna make a, a debut in that kind of a situation, I think you know you, you got to have them win. It's yeah, tough. I, I mean, it's tight field for those other guys in the match because they've been, you know, humping the road and working at this thing yeah, and doing everything. Yeah, that's
2: true.
4: Yeah.
1: So, so. But, and the, but and I,
4: the John Cena thing. I saw John Cena earlier today. Him and Nikki Bella were on uh, Sports Center with the coach. And oh. John Cena kind of sat there in the chair and said a little bit too much about tonight being a WrestleMania moment, a special moment. So I kind of, he kind of telegraphed
1: that. uh really? Kind of a mile away. Interesting. Well, it was a nice moment though. I mean, I mean, it he, was. It was. He proposed to the girl. I, that was that was cool. Yep, yeah, that was but, pretty nice. All right, buddy. Well, I, well, I appreciate you calling, uh, Mister UPS. Uh, thank, thank you very much. Appreciate that. So right now, I mean, these girls are just uh, flying around the ring here. A lot of these uh, these female athletes, these uh, WWE superstars. Right now I'm watching, uh, we got Becky Lynch just took a nasty shot from Naomi. And Naomi, uh, she's looking pretty good right here. So I'm hoping my prediction comes through. I can tell you that right now. So on that note, I know I got to go to break. Okay, uh, other side of break. And I want to remind you guys, we are coming from the live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. On the other side of break, uh, we'll see if we have a conclusion to this match for the SmackDown Women's title. I'll take some more of your phone calls and give you the rest of my thoughts on WrestleMania. Be here till 2 a.m. Eastern. Cash Show. Sit tight.
5: to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: All right, we're back here on the Taz Show. Special edition Taz Show post R- WrestleMania special, I should say, and WrestleMania is still going on. Uh, they just crowned uh, a new SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, as I predicted. I humbly say. Well, not so humbly. I'm bragging, I guess. In Naomi, I'll get into that in a second. I want to tell you right now, visit Masters.com now through April 9th for a complete tournament coverage of the 81st Masters, including real-time scoring and live full-screen HD video all week long. Masters.com, your online source for the 2017 Masters. I uh, I was just wondering here, the live house, the attendance for uh, WrestleMania at the uh, Citrus Bowl, I think that's where they are, Orlando Citrus Bowl. No, I'm getting uh, the Lumberjacks saying no. Uh, Jump in here, Dennis. They
3: changed the name of it. It's Camping camping World
1: Stadium. No one cares. Got it. Okay, great. So that's awesome. Um, Okay, awesome. Camping World Boy Scout Stadium. All right, great. They got the Weblos. They got all sorts of stuff. Well, regardless, there's a lot of Cub Scouts in that building and Girl Scouts because they got over 75,000 freaking people uh, right there in Orlando at the former Citrus Bowl. In Orlando, Florida. And you know what? Listen, (laughs) if people don't realize that even if you're not a wrestling fan, that the sports entertainment industry uh, led up by the WWE is not, if WrestleMania is not on the same level as the Super Bowl or the World Series or the Stanley Cup or or, or the NBA Finals, whatever you want to say, if you don't think it's on that same level as as far as a global spectacle, you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. Serious, I'm telling you, you're out of your mind. You're nuts. What are you, nuts? Because it's gigantic. Over 75,000 people every year. WrestleMania bangs out thousands upon thousands of people. That's crazy. They just had New Day come out and basically say it. I got to say, that's another thing, too, I want bring to bring forward real quick here. You know, I kind of give the New Day a hard time on my daily show uh, every morning. You know, I kind of get a little rough on them. I, I, I don't – it's not that I disrespect them, but I feel like they're oversaturated. It's not their fault. I mean, they've written to the into the Raw show a ton, and I feel it's a little too much. And they are the host. The New Day has been the host of WrestleMania. I got to tell you, I think WWE, the writers, and, and everybody in charge there and into New Day – uh, they've they've used them. They've sprinkled the New Day properly throughout this WrestleMania thus far. I think that's very cool, especially like the way they did the Hardy's gimmick. You know, where, the way they kind of introduced that the Hardys will now be in the in the tag team match. That was very cool. So, you know, I mean, I got you got you know got to be honest out here, and I got to tell you straight up, I like the way they're using New Day as host on this thing, but. Uh, before I get back to the phones, again, the phone number is 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Phone lines are jammed up. I'll, I'll get to those in a second. We're still waiting for The Undertaker, Roma Reigns. to show showing a video package of it right now. And that's something I wanted to point out, too, uh, before this match happens, is we have seen a steady diet of lengthy, long packages, video packages, before, before all these big matches, okay? Um, regular fans... Hardcore fans or just regular subscribers to their network and all this stuff are probably sick of this. It. Like, yeah, we know these stories. We got it. Enough. Stop. You know, you beat me over head. I want to watch the matches. I don't want to see pre-produced packages. But you know what? These pre-produced packages are, are vital. Are vital. Because WWE, uh, namely Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn and, and Triple H, Stephanie, these people realize that they are going to have a ton, a ton, thousands upon thousands of new viewers or maybe casual fans so they have to catch those casual fans up with video packaging, explaining the story between the two, you know, uh, uh, the two athletes that are competing against each other, the two perform- performers that are competing against each other. It's very smart. It's very important to have the type of video packaging they do, uh, and and I'm a big fan of it. And, and the video packaging that WWE does is is always great. And not, you know, I, I know most of the guys I've worked for years in the WWE studio as a commentator, so. I've got to know a lot of the guys that that do the editing of these packages, and they're the unsung heroes of the company. They they really are. I mean, you, you know, if I said their names, you wouldn't know who they are. But I'm just telling you, like the, the, these guys and girls really work their rear ends off, and they do a they do a great job. Uh, they do a great job, and and they really are all the unsung heroes, uh, the way they can tell stories through tape. You know, it's very impressive, and it's uh it's awesome to see. So, uh, you know, hey uh, James in New York, uh, you're on a Tash show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? The Taz. James. I want to say so far, WrestleMania has been a great show. Yes, I agree, James. It's been awesome. I I absolutely agree, and and uh, it's been it's been awesome. And speaking of awesome, look at this. Look who's coming down right now. My friend, who's been on several of my post show specials, the WWE Hall of Famer himself, good old JR, is headed out. There's been a lot of speculation and rumors that. He was going to come out and, and, and call one of the big matches. And sure enough, here comes JR, he and Michael Cole embracing, and now JBL and, and, and JR shaking hands. So JR, Michael Cole, and um, uh, J- J- JBL, Michael Cole, and JR, I should say too many J's involved there, uh, are going to call this Undertaker um, Roman Reigns match. Uh, it's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and I like that Michael Cole, I can't hear because I'm broadcasting here. I like that JR's there. But I like the fact that Michael Cole's in the middle. At the end of the day, that's Michael Cole's booth. He's the new voice of the company. But JR, good old JR, Boobasuda, you hear it? That's the Boobasuda right here in New York City. Oh, yeah. Crimson and White or Crimson and Cream, whatever the hell it is. What is it, Dennis? Crimson
3: and Cream, Crimson and White? Crimson and Cream. Crimson and Cream. You know I love my cream.
1: Boobasuda, you love the cream. Oh, yeah. Da-da-da. I'll tell you. He must have got a huge pop. Dennis, could you hear the audio in there or not? He must have got a big pop, JR. I mean, obviously. It's yeah. J good old JR. It's going to be a on. slobber knocker. No wonder why he couldn't come on a special here with me. Jeez, come on. The guy's been busy. Well, Roman Reigns just came out. Oh, wow, that was cool. They just did a, a wicked pyro thing where he punched the stage and that whole gigantic long ramp, about a 75-yard sprint, and the pyro went off when he punched it. That was pretty cool. They put a lot of money into the set, by the way. Holy smokes. Between all the power they're blowing off, they built a roller coaster theme ride gimmick schnabitz behind it. It's crazy. It's wild. No doubt about it. So, we'll see what happens in this matchup right here. Hey, uh, James of Florida, you are on the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, pal? Hey,
6: Taz. What's going on, man? Good, James. What's up? What's up? Yeah. Uh, watching Mania with the kid. I'm loving it, but yeah. I enjoyed the match. I was just disappointed with the outcome of the
1: uh, Wyatt yeah, Randy the match, Orton. man. Dude, I know. I mean, the people were kind of dead, right? I mean, they they seemed a little dead. But, you know, I mean, uh, you got to respect Randy. But, I mean, Bray Wyatt worked so hard to get that championship. And I feel like – I didn't think Randy was going to win. I thought they should have kept it on Bray, keep it on Bray. Uh Uh-uh. I guess not. Wow. I was loving the match. It's just, you know, the outcome. And it's like they invest so
6: much time in this guy on TV and all the packages and everything. And it's like they never – Fully pull the trigger on him and give him a shot.
1: And they, you know, he had the title for a little while. I mean, I, and I hear what you're saying. I mean, they, 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 they did, James, if you think of, they gave him a shot, right? They put the title on, but I see what you're saying. They didn't keep bottom. They didn't keep the title on him long enough. You know? Yeah,
6: that, that's what I'm trying to get because, like, you know, and I respect Randy all the time in the world, but how many times have we seen Randy as a championship right. now? Like, right. Let Wyatt get a real running,
1: right? Now, hey, look, I, I think a lot of I think a lot of fans would agree with you, and thank you, James, for calling. I appreciate it. So Roman Reigns is making his uh, way down to the ring. So uh, you know, uh, and then I guess we're gonna get the Undertaker entrance here shortly. But um, so they're gonna close the show with this match and and Jr. Commentary. Uh, I'm assuming strongly again. I can't hear it that Jr. Is in the commentator role as guest commentator along with JBL in the regular commentator role and Michael Cole driving the car. So he was sitting in the middle, and I really don't think that WWE would have Jr. Do straight. Play by play, that would really emasculate Michael Cole, in my opinion. Not maybe emasculate. It's a little bit of a strong word. I mean, it could be. I mean, Dennis, I mean, you're not a f- big fan of the word emasculate. I've, I do that kind of to you on the air sometimes. The no, way. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> say emasculate. No, I get mad at you sometimes. I don't. I wouldn't say emasculate either. But it's maybe a little bit of an anger and a rage. Let me uh,
3: let me ask you. With yeah. Jr. coming out, is this kind of like? Are they kind of hinting? Are they
1: maybe we could see? Is this going to be the end of The Undertaker? I I think so, dude. I kind of said that on the show. I think this is it. I think Roman Reigns is going to win this match. I think The Undertaker is going to ride off into the sunset. Uh, I think he's going to get a a long entrance. Welcome
5: to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: All right, we're back here, back, back, live on this special Taz show, WrestleMania post-show, post-WrestleMania show, while the main event of WrestleMania is still going on. Roman Reigns and The Undertaker, and uh, JBL commentating along with Michael Cole doing play-by-play, and uh, good old JR, the Hall of Famer, is back. He's sitting in with JR and Cole. I'm sorry, with Cole and uh, JBL. And I was listening to a little bit of it on the break here, and uh, it seems like <laughs> JR... They're doing some play-by-play. I guess all those years of doing it's kind of tough not to. And uh, so it's crazy. I'm going to talk WrestleMania until 2 a.m. Eastern here with you guys. you are going to get to the phones in a minute. The lines are jammed up as we watch The Undertaker and Roman Reigns. Hey, check it out. If it's uh, taking you longer to stop, visit O'Reilly Auto Parts' Spring Break Deals event. You can take advantage of O'Reilly's Do It Right rebate and get $20 O'Reilly gift card by mail. When you buy a set of brakes, best select pads, and a pair of rotors, O'Reilly Auto Pods. Better parts, better prices, every day. So yeah, this there's kind of a back and forth affair right here between uh, Roman Reigns and The Undertaker. Both were screaming at each other, it's my yard, it's my yard, that type of thing, while the other guy was bumping the other guy out. So we'll see what happens in here. Um, the Undertaker, I've had the opportunity of my creator, Wrestle Undertaker. And while I was working in WWE as a broadcaster, I got to know him to take it very well. He's one of the nicest guys you ever want to meet. But he's also a, uh, a perfectionist in the ring as far of storytelling, the psychology of the physical story. He would always sit down with the announcers when I was, uh, I think it was most of that time was while when I was on SmackDown. And he was on SmackDown, man. He would sit with me and just... Just give me bullet points of where he was going to go. And it's not like a choreograph thing. Just like overviews, you know, talking points of like where he's going to be in a match and mentally what he's thinking that we should say. And uh, when you get guys like that, you know, that are so passionate about their work and they realize that the commentators, the play-by-play and the color commentator are the last voice, the last extension to tell that story to you, the audience. He understood that Undertaker. Uh, he, he was one of the best ever communicators behind the scenes with me when I was a commentator, I can tell you that. Uh, he and the late, great Eddie Guerrero, uh, both both of those men were uh, constantly. Eddie was great in the same way. Eddie was, he would, And not, again, I'm not saying, hey, say this, can you say this about me? Not that kind of thing. It'd be like, hey, Taz, you know, uh, you see in catering. Hey, um, if you've got 10 minutes, can we sit down later on I just want to talk about the segment? Yeah, no problem. And then, boom, we would just sit there and rap, you know, and, and, and Taker was like that. So, uh, just saw a big leg drop there by the Undertaker. Pretty impressive. So, we're going to keep talking about the uh, WrestleMania. We got the phone lines here jammed up. I'll give you the number anyway in case you're just tuning in now. 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to uh, Lowe in Seattle. Uh, you are on the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Lowe? Hey, Taz. Long-time fan. How you doing tonight, my man? Good, my brother. What's going on?
7: Hey, what do you think about the whole Cena-Miz match? To me, it just felt like they built this all up and Cena made it so where you can propose to Nikki after it, man. It kind of let me down because I was hoping the Miz to shine a little more. How about yourself?
1: You know what, dude? I'll tell you what, Lo. I get your drift. I do. I do think it was okay in a sense that, look, we knew going into this... The rumor was that Nikki was injured anyway, she, so she couldn't do much, okay? So I, I thought that Miz... I thought Miz Cena gave us a little time in there physically, um, and I wasn't opposed to the proposal at the end. I, I didn't dislike it. Uh, I thought maybe the match could have went a little longer, but... Um, People really loved Miz, dude. I don't know if you noticed that, Lowe. Like, he was over. He was the true babyface in that thing. He really was.
2: Oh, definitely. Miz, I think Miz is going to go far, man. He's I've, I've been watching him ever
7: since he started. Even back in that real world. when yep. he said he was going to be a wrestler. Yep, yep. I was like, you know what? This dude has
8: the drive.
1: No, I know, man. He, he uh, and I've been saying it for a while, Lowe, on my regular show, my daily show. And thank you for calling, buddy. I've been saying it for a while, man, that, um... You know, he, meaning uh, you know, the Miz, he's extremely underrated, and we've seen him really crank it up on SmackDown and his talking abilities uh, and his promo cutting, I should say, and his ability to get heat. Uh, God, he's just been on fire for months upon months. So, um, big things for Miz, no doubt about it. I mean, he kind of was blown off with his wife in that match, but you know what? It don't matter. I mean, he's still left with his heat, and it's okay. It didn't hurt, in my opinion. So right now we're seeing The Undertaker. He just did a nasty uh, choke slam to Roman Reigns on the uh, on one of the announced desks. They have three announced desks at ringside there. So uh, so I'll tell you what, from experience, man, uh, right now they're on the outside here and the announcers don't know what's going to happen. And you got Undertaker there in front of one of the desks and you got Roman Reigns on the floor in front of another desk. I can tell you from experience, you never know what's going to happen. Like when, when any time the talent comes in, I say this a lot on my regular show, you know, the, 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 the office, meaning Vince McMahon, the agents, the wrestlers, they don't tell the announcers because they want to get that organic feel of your facial expressions as an announcer so it's not contrived, you know. So that's something a lot of people don't realize. But I can tell you from experience, they, they, you know, you're not told a lot of times. And it's annoying because you got all your paperwork on the desk, you're preparing, you're working, and then they come and mess it up. And they just destroyed one desk. Uh, I saw the Undertaker, it uh, looked like it was, Dennis, jump in there please, the Lumberjack Dennis Jones, the producer, what was this, what they do there, was it a, uh, a spear, or char- what happened there? Rain speared him right there, oh here's the replay Asking right here. you shall receive yes, well I kind of know, it's done, yeah so right there, Roman Reigns with a big spear off one and ask that desk onto the other, where Undertaker takes a big nasty bump through it, so uh, there you have it, yeah so they're getting physical, they're putting some time in here and we're on the cusp of midnight. Uh, you know, I'm not shocked that this show is running late. I had a feeling it was gonna. I kind of, I think, hinted at that on the air last week. Dennis, did I talk about that? I think I did. Right? I could have sworn I did.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. You said you wouldn't be surprised if by the time I came on, yeah, I would still, I'd be. Doing play-by-play is basically what exactly yeah,
1: but I'm not doing play-by-play. I'm just I'm just talking uh, about what I'm seeing. I'm overviewing it. Well, That's it right wouldn't
3: there. hurt because you got Michael Cole doing it. You got JR.
1: You might as well hop on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I feel like I'm doing commentary because you're not smart enough to lower the freaking audio of what you're listening to on the wrestling show. While I'm talking. <laughs> Come on, son. That's why you get yelled up, yelled at. See, now you got me blabbering my words over here. You're too much. Please, sir. You're better than that. Anyway. Hey, uh, Corey, in Florida, you are on the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, man? Uh, Can I start off by saying first time, long time? Oh, my God. A first time, (laughs) long time in the yam bag. For those that don't know, I hate that. And Corey knows that. Uh, See, I I hate that when someone is a first time caller to my show and they go, Oh, first time, long time. It's like the oldest radio bit. And I, I know I'm being heard across radio stations all over this country and CBS Sports Radio, and I don't care. I hate it. Anyway, sorry, Corey. How can I help you, sir? I uh, just wanted to uh,
9: ask about the old proposal at the end of the scene, uh, miz yes.
1: yes, Yes. Yes. Uh, did it come off a bit contrived to you as it did to me? A uh, A little. A little. I mean, it was. It's supposed to be sappy, bro. Right? Think about it. Right? It's supposed to be sappy. I mean, I think she knew. I mean, I mean, I don't think it was like a shocker to Nikki, you know. But I, I mean, it's supposed to be a little sappy. They're both entertainers, and you know, and coincidentally, I don't. I don't know. There was family members there. I don't know. It was her family. I, I couldn't hear the announcing, but whoever was ringside, they were hugging people. I don't know who they were hugging, but you know. So I I I feel you on the contrived thing, but I guess it has to be a little bit. It is a show, and you know, I don't think she was shocked.
9: You know. Yeah, I was sitting here with my uh, father watching, and I just had a flashback to uh, Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
9: yeah. That
1: was uh, was back in the day,
9: clear as day. But I also want to put you over for the Hardy Boys call. I did that was uh,
1: tremendous. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, once they dropped those uh, Ring of Honor uh, titles last night to the Bucks of Youth, as they'd be called, you uh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) then you kind of knew that. Well, I kind of thought they would drop those titles. Thank you, Corey, for calling. Uh, on uh, on that Ring of Honor show last night, and then show up. What better than a ladder match? Uh, you know, a ladder match to have uh, the Hardys pop up. I mean, I I hope they kind of segue out of that music they have, that Team Extreme old school Hardy stuff, and give these guys something that fits the broken gimmick. I don't think you think you're going to hear the word broken. I don't think you're going to hear that with the Hardys. I mean, you could see Matt is definitely in that broken character. I think you'll get. The broken character, I just don't think that, um, you know, I don't think you're going to hear the word broken, in my opinion. That, that's all I'm saying. Don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they can do it. That's part of the problem. You know what I mean? So, so uh, right now we got Undertaker in the ring with a steel chair. Obviously no DQ deal here, no disqualification. He's working on the ribs. He's hitting the ribs of a Roman Reigns. So they're going heavy physicality here, uh, which is no surprise. I mean, Undertaker is a master of proper pacing during a match. His pacing is impeccable. It's impeccable, I should say, during a match. And Roman Reigns, it's going to sound weird, right? But I could promise you, and Roman Reigns is not a green kid. He's been around a little while, but compared to Taker, he's green. And I could promise you, just being in the ring for this match on the biggest stage of them all will help Roman Reigns. It really will. It will help his confidence, his timing, his feeling of the audience, everything. When you're in there with a true pro, a legend, an icon like Taker, you know, uh, and you're you're in your prime like Roman Reigns, it can really, really help you. So, and being that Roman Reigns, his family and his legacy and his family's legacy in the industry, I, I don't know Roman Reigns, I never met him, um, you know, but uh, I'm sure he has nothing but the utmost respect for someone like The Undertaker. So, um, these are two big dudes and we just saw like a nasty Superman punch, so uh by Roman Reigns to take her. So it seems like he's trying to get uh, Taker reeling and rocking. So they're up, they're up to something here. They're getting ready to uh, kind of segue into. Seems like getting ready to segue into the finish of this thing. To be honest with you, so we shall see what happens. So uh, it's Steel Chair in the ring, and then we see uh, Taker big big move, uh, choke slam. So maybe this is the end of the match. I doubt it, but we'll see. No. So that's called a false finish, kids. Uh, who we got here? We got Eric in West Virginia. You are on the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Good moment, Taz and Lumberjack. How are y'all tonight? Good moment, Eric. Good,
2: good. Hey, I just want to put over somebody that probably won't get a lot of credit and get your thoughts on the fifth man to ever be a head commentator for Amania and Tom Phillips. I think he did a fantastic job tonight.
1: Buddy, look, Uh, at Eric, I think he's doing great. I agree. Uh, Eric, I'm assuming you said good moment, so I'm assuming you listen to my show uh, every day, uh, my regular show, I'm sure. I'm Uh, sure.
2: Yes, sir. I do. Uh, I have to listen to the AOD version uh, later in the day when okay. I'm at work. Well,
1: only reason why. Only reason why I'm asking that is I mentioned that is because if you do and you have, and we just saw uh, Roman Reigns get out of a tombstone driver, So, uh, if you do and you have, which I'm sure you have, you know that I've been kind of tough on Tom Phillips, you know, and and but I got to tell you, as of late, his work has gotten much much better, and I really like the way he sounds. And I agree with you, Eric. Uh, and thank you for calling, buddy. I think that he, Tom Phillips, has done a knockdown, drag out job on this gigantic show tonight. And his NXT work, everything. I mean, he's just, he's doing a better job. And, you know, you got to give him credit, man. He's working with different commentators on different shows. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough to build that chemistry when you're bouncing around a lot, you know? So, you know, I, I really do. And I know for a fact Michael Cole has been working with him a lot, really trying to help him, really trying to get him in that groove. So, you know, I mean, it, you can see that the guy is getting better, Tom Phillips, because he's putting time in. He's passionate. He cares. You know what I mean? So that, and that in itself is going to get you better if you have some chops, and he has the chops. So this match looks like it's getting ready to wrap up here, and uh, we're on the cusp of a break. Not exactly yet, so we'll see. Looks like they're trying to do some kind of a reverse uh, uh, tombstone that kind of got botched, to be frank with you. So uh, Roman Reigns having a hard time uh, doing a reversal on, a, I don't think it was his fault, but you got two large men that are trying to reverse a tombstone. That's very, very hard to do. Um, you know, very, very difficult. So, but that's the guy you want to be in the ring with when something goes a little bit botchy. And that's what happened. You want to be in the ring with Undertaker because he'll get it right back on track and he'll, he'll talk this kid through it and it'll be fine. You know, I, Lord knows what they're saying. There's probably a, uh, <laughs> some kind of a chant. <laughs> uh, hey, Dennis, is there any kind of chant in there? You, you load the audio because you got hollered at. What, what's going on? I didn't hear the audio because I got hollered at. Oh, I didn't want God, to get emasculated. Come on, please, emasculate. Stop it, please. No! No one's yelling at you. I'm nice to you. So uh, we'll see here. This thing's about to end, I think. I, I think that reversal of that Tombstone pile driver was something that it looks like they wanted to have Reigns hit a Tombstone on uh, Taker, but it didn't happen. And now we just, you know, big spear. So they're getting ready to wrap this thing up here. Spear by Reigns onto uh, the Undertaker. So, you know, I kind of predicted that... Uh, We were going to get a victory here by Roma Reigns. And it looks like uh, Taker's trying to get a triangle choke on right now. So, you know, this thing is, uh, I kind of just just watched it without hearing the commentary. Seems as if they, uh, you know, they're telling a pretty good physical story, i got to be honest. I mean, they're putting some time in. They're they're working hard. Um, You know, I I think that the way they booked and the physicality of Brock and uh, Goldberg, Like I said at the top of my show here, I like that they were just using a few moves and they told a good story with just those few moves, jackhammer, spear, suplexes. You know, I I almost think you kind of should have ended the show with that match. Um, But I I think out of respect for Taker, if he does lose here and rise up into the sunset, you got Jim Ross doing the commentary on it. It's kind of a, a perfect storm, and that's what the business does. That's what Vince does very well. He creates those storms. You know, and that's what uh, that, that's what we're, we're probably going to witness here. So we'll see. Uh, uh, right now, it looks like uh, you know uh, Undertaker had a good submission on um, on Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns and both Taker and Roman Reigns are both down, steel chair and ring. So we'll see. They're getting ready to wrap this thing up. Hopefully they do it before I go to break. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> so, And then the show, their show will be over, and my show will just be getting rolled. in. I should have mentioned I will have a couple of special guests on a little later on. It's just that we started hot because they're in the middle of the show. Uh, Mike Johnson, the PW Insider, my, my man for PW Insider. He's down in Orlando. He is at WrestleMania. Mike will be on the show here a little later on. And also Evan Roberts from right here on in WFAN, the Midday Show, Joe and Evan. Joe Benigno and Evan Roberts. Evan has been on my show before, and he will be on air with yours truly as a guest here in a little while. Uh, right now, we're seeing Roman Reigns just completely wear out The Undertaker with a steel chair. And I'm talking about, brother, he is wearing homeboy out. I mean, big time. So, they're, 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 I, I said the other day, man, uh, Dennis, I don't know if you're feeling this, but you got an opportunity here to turn Roman Reigns straight heel with the whole my yard thing and showing his vicious side. I'm sure people are booing him like crazy right now. People are booing him yeah. like crazy. Yeah. So, but uh, but anyway, that's the deal on that. But it's uh, it's a great opportunity here for them to turn this kid heel, and I think we're looking at it. So we'll see if this match is still rolling. I got to go to break right now. Other side of break, I'll keep talking WrestleMania. I'll get to these jammed phone lines. We'll have Ever Roberts on in a little while. Mike Johnson in a little bit. Tash show. Sit tight.
0: human suplex machine the one and only king they stream it and they scream it's the tash show everybody hacking everybody just wants more with the action hip-hop jones got the music blasting better watch out it's all he's asking over like rover he keeps it real he's no joker original he's no posing, no competition he's the owner They're moving speakers closer cuz it's time to tune in to the tash show
1: all right, we're back here and we just witnessed for those that are watching the uh, Wrestlemania and this is a Taz show post-wrestlemania special So thank you for jumping on here. We just watched and witnessed Roman Reigns defeat With a big spear defeat the Undertaker. We are coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio O'Reilly Auto Parts better parts better prices every day so, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that. I mean, they had a really crazy uh, deal once once uh, Roman Reigns left the ring and the pyro was blown off and all this jazz. The Undertaker was just laid out on his back, stayed there. I couldn't hear what, was, what the announcer was saying, if they were even talking. Dennis, if they were talking, let me know if they weren't. If you didn't hear it, I know, I know you were busy uh, doing something. Editing stuff. That's what you do. You just edit. But right now, it seems a very crazy moment where it's, they got some kind of a lighting treatment that's like purple. It seems a blue. It's hard to tell on his TV. And Undertaker has his big leather long coat on and his hat back on after the match. And people are just giving him <clears throat> a, uh, I don't know if the announcer's are talking. Just let me know if the announcer are talking, please. And uh, they are giving him a standing ovation and well-deserved. It seems like this is his send-off. He's riding off into the sunset. What's up, dude? They are letting, uh, the announcers are letting it breathe, as dude, they say. Nice. We call that a layout, and that's what you want to do layout. Don't say nothing. Let 75,000 people explain. It when they chant his name, when they just clap it, when they don't. Something.
3: Pure silence. Just the Undertaker music. He's just, uh, just standing there. Got he's it. just taking it all in.
1: Yeah, well, it's, a, it's an iconic moment. This guy's done. I mean, this guy had an amazing career. He's an icon, he's a legend. And, um, you know, uh, it's really cool. Uh, you know, it's really, really cool. It seemed like they had a good match. And my only thing is the spear stuff. I mean, I'm going to nitpick a little bit. Only because, we, like I said, and that's why it's good they had that SmackDown Women's title as a buffer. We saw a lot of spear stuff with Goldberg. And then we saw a lot of spear stuff with Roman Reigns. You know what I'm saying? Again, that's nitpicking. But, again, that's why, just to educate you guys and smart you up a little bit, that's why they had that, that women's match as a buffer in between this thing. Kind of let you forget some of that stuff. Undertaker hesitant to walk out of the ring. Keeps going to step through the ropes and leave the ring, and he won't leave. So, interesting. But I, uh, I, I enjoyed the match, but I could tell here while I'm doing a live radio show watching it. But it's over now. Isaiah in Richard, Virginia, you're on the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Isaiah. Good moment, Taz. Good moment, my friend. Chop, chop, lumberjack. Chop, chop. There it is. Yeah, what's up?
2: Oh, I just want to say first time, long
6: time. Another guy? Come on, the <laughs> epic. Stop. Uh... Yeah, I've been listening to the Human uh, Podcast.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate the love. So what's up? What do you want to talk about? Oh, the match just happened. Okay. I don't know what the match message- I th- you, you said you didn't enjoy it, or you did? I, I said I enjoyed it. I did, too. I did, too. It Look, I mean, Taker, like I said, he puts time in. He puts thoughts into his matches, and I, I like the match.
2: Yeah, it was good to see Jim Ross back on commentary. I give him credit for showing up after um, what he's been through.
1: Well, yes, uh, and to, to Isaiah's point, uh, for those that don't know, unfortunately, uh, Jim Ross's wife, Jen, uh, tragically passed away about a week ago in, in a, an accident she had. And... Um, you know, It just came out of nowhere, just tragic. I, I knew Jan, I knew his wife, she was a great woman, and uh, God rest her soul. But uh, yeah, I get I, you're right, Isaiah, that he was able to show up and do this. And apparently, this was being worked out even before that accident that tragic accident happened to you know to Jan. So, um, you know, kudos to, to Jim Ross for being there, and kudos to uh, you know, the WWE for uh, getting JR on, on the announcing. Uh, thank you, Isaiah, for calling from Richmond, I appreciate it. Wow, this is crazy. Watching right now, the Undertaker just took off his uh, his leather jacket. I couldn't see what else he put there. And he folded it and put it in the middle of the ring. And uh, this is it. He's, he's going to take his lid off, his hat, and he's going to probably put it on top of that leather jacket, and he's done. Yeah. So this is, uh, you know, they're taking time with this, and I, I no matter how long it takes, they should take because, you know, it's a very cool moment. And it seems, hey, Dennis, the announcer's still laying on this thing? Haven't said a word. Wow. Yeah, and they look like, people look loud. They look like they're loud. They just look loud, <laughs> you know. Because some parts of this show, the people, I mean, it's a long night. I mean, it's exhausting. People got to be tired. But it seems like they're up for this. Pyro's blown off on the stage. It's craziness. It's mayhem. And if you want to call the show, it's 855-212-4227, 855-4-CBS. So, uh, yeah, there it is. Hat left in the middle of the ring. Leather trench coat left in the middle of the ring. Undertaker riding off into the sunset. Roman Reigns, table is set for you, young man. Now, if I'm WWE, I'm going full heel with this kid. Braggadocious Jones, man, just bragging his rear end off that he is the one who retired The Undertaker. Me, Roman Reigns, I retired The Undertaker. Nobody else, uh uh-uh. Not Cena, not The Rock, not Austin, not, you know, Shawn Michaels, not Triple H, me. I retired The Undertaker. I mean, just go total heel with him. That's what I would do. You know? I don't know. That's how I look at it. That's my deal. So. Hey, uh, Connor in Illinois, you are on the Tash show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, man? Hey, TAS. How are you? How are you, buddy? I'm a huge Undertaker guy, and
6: just based on tonight's match, I just... Just wasn't a good match. I feel like
2: 30 should have been his last match because ever since then, just matches haven't been good.
1: Hold on a minute. What was it about the match you didn't like?
9: I feel like Roman carried him way too much. Well, dude,
1: he's, come on. He's, he's banged up, man. He's not a young I guy. Get I, I,
2: not, yeah, yeah, I get that. I, that's why I think he should have ended at 30.
1: Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Well, you know, I mean, he might have wanted to. Who knows? I mean, maybe Vince wanted him to keep going. I mean, you know, it, it, he's getting mad respect right now. You know, I, I get what you're saying. But, you know, he didn't look that bad. He took a lot of bumps in there. And, and, I mean, he's banged up. But, I mean, you know, you got to tip your cap to the guy, in my opinion. Right. You know, but you're a fan of his. But I get get what you're saying. But I don't don't think he he looked like a a gimp out there. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I don't think so anyway. You know what I mean? But, Connor, thank you uh, very much for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. You know, I I thought he looked all right, personally. You know? I mean, uh, he's taking his time leaving. He's on the ramp. They wouldn't do this. This is those that are regular fans of my show know what I'm about to say. You won't be shocked. Maybe some of you new people will. I'd have Roman Reigns come in, this doctor's come out on this ramp and beat the holy high hell out of The Undertaker right now and leave him in a bloody heap on that ramp. That's what I would do in a send off. And you'd have the most hot, angry, money drawing heat heel going. In Roman Reigns, if you did that, you still could go him as full throttle heel, but they're not going to do that. Obviously, I mean, I get it, I get extreme sometimes. I get a little crazy, <laughs> but that's what I. That's kind of what I would have done. To be honest with you, that that's just me. So, uh, hey, uh, Keenan in California, you were on the TAS Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hello, um, hi. Good moment, sir. Good moment, my friend. Um, actually, I just wanted to give two opinions really quick. Please, go ahead. One about
2: what we're seeing right now with The Undertaker. Yes, sir. It's actually a very, very
1: uh, <laughs> kind of emotional moment. Yeah, it's to, a you're moment a that part you, of my childhood. Absolutely. It's just something that, you know, uh, like you just said, he's part of your childhood. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And I know the guy. He's a, he's a super guy, you know, so he deserves everything he's getting really <clears throat> nice, you know?
2: And I'm really glad that I actually got the chance to see him perform once.
1: Yes. You know, yeah. so... You sound emotional about one, this. You, um, Keenan. You sound emotional about this. Actually, I'm kind of nervous too. Same. Oh, don't be nervous. There's you no know. reason to be nervous. I, so. I don't, I don't. I, no, no, no. With me, I don't. I don't get angry unless unless Dennis messed up my mic or there's something wrong technically. Put <laughs> my mic on. Then I'll scream. But otherwise, I'm good, <laughs> Keenan. You know. Um. I also wanted to talk about the Hardy Boys. Yes.
2: Uh, I actually thought it was pretty cool. Um, with the fact that they uh, performed in ladder matches. A day apart,
1: you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Because of Ring of Honor, That's it's, a good point. Really Actually, very good cool. point. Yeah, you're right about that. Yep. Knowing that how old they are now, and yeah, that they can still go at that level consistently. You know. Good point. And that's uh, yeah, both those guys, <laughs> especially Jeff, with that crazy bump he took. And thank you, Keenan, for calling. Yeah, ain't no doubt about that. I mean, back to back nights. I think that I think Keenan makes a, gr- a very good point. That's a good observation. Uh, And I totally agree with him. He's right. He's 1,000% correct. I mean, to go in there and do that on a high level, bolt shows, big, big shows, back to back nights, and that's stuff you don't see anymore. That kind of thing is kind of like old school where two guys or one guy or girl works for one company one night, does business the right way on the way out the door, like the Hardys did. They drop the damn titles, the Ring of Honor titles, and then the very next night, they're in another company on another big. You know, gigantic stage, and they win titles. It's karma, man. What you put out, you get back. And 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 the Hardys are good people. They are. Two guys that are my friends, and, and I love those guys, and I'm so happy for them. But think about that, too. Ring of Honor last night going in as the Ring of Honor champions, and then they lose them to the Young Bucks, come back the next night. Next night in WrestleMania and become... The Raw Tag Team Champions. How cool is that, man? That might be the first time. That's I don't I don't know how to I don't know if that's the first time that's ever happened. That's got to be. That's a that's a crazy deal. Dennis, right or wrong, that's a little bit of a. If you think about that, right, That's pretty cool.
3: Oh, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, like I said, it was my favorite part of the night.
1: Yeah, that was sick. And I, you know, I I I, I um I don't know. I I think it it makes Raw tomorrow night a must see for sure because you know the heart is going to be on there. Change their music. Just change that whole extreme thing. Just change it. They're it not. Sucks. They're not twenty anymore. No, stop. They're not Hardy Boys with the Z Jones. Stop. I did. Stop with the Z. Stop with the Z. What they with the Z? They ended the Z on me. They're obsessed with the Z's at WWE. Stop it. Sorry, Dennis. She was trying to speak. What What are you saying? I forgot. Now you got. You got. You started talking about Z's, and I got. I know. I just get, do your job. Okay. Get back to work before I give you a beating. Hey uh Danny in Kentucky, you are on the tash on CBS Sports Radio. Danny Yeah What's up guys? Talk to me. How are you, buddy?
10: Yeah, I'm good man. Uh I just wanna say uh first time, long time. Another guy, look at this crap
1: the yam bag I'm, how I'm, are you buddy? i'm what's so up? sorry That's Ted. Okay. it's okay what's and up dan? I, <laughs> and i did
10: not want to say chop chop to the lumberjack oh please don't acknowledge him
1: go ahead dennis say something no
3: i'm not gonna say anything back say something but we going to apologize or what are you gonna do oh come on we know how this ends Just, you know
1: hey Denny, you know he doesn't apologize you know that right
10: oh trust me i'm well i'm pretty well aware of
3: it
1: yeah
10: i'm not sorry
3: i apologize for nothing
1: <laughs> how can i help you dan what's up bro
10: uh, I want to talk about the John Cena and, uh, and the Miz match. Yes, go for it. Okay, well, I just want to say, first of all, like, WrestleMania as a whole, I wasn't very happy about it. Mm. Um, I, I'm a guy that, like, I try to look on the bright side of things when it comes right. to, come to a wrestling business. Right. Like, a lot of these internet people, I like say, just chill a little bit. Right, right, right. But uh, but I just don't, John Cena.
1: <laughs> I, what? what, I, what, what I, was I, it you didn't like? I mean, what do you say? Like, what didn't you like?
10: Well, I mean, I, John Cena. I used to hate him a lot when I was growing up.
1: Yeah,
8: when
10: he was tag teaming with Hardcore Holly and stuff. Sure. And he grew out of that prototype image. He he was a little too much at first, mm. and and I and I had that that common disdain for him for a while. Right. But uh, but now that you know John Cena, he's he's made. And now that everybody hates him, I want to like him because <laughs> everybody hates him. Right. 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 But the Miz is he's just on a different level. And I yeah. just don't see how you take somebody like the Miz and have him lose at the, the you know, the stage of of all stages.
1: All right, well I think that's because Cena, if you think about the push he's had, you know, this is for him and I'm not saying I agree with this. They, the WWE might look at it like he's relegated to a tag team, uh, you know, a mixed tag team match with his wife as opposed to having a main event slot. You know what I'm saying? So maybe they feel like, hey, the guy's gonna propose to his wife. It might have been better to have him do the job, meaning a lose, and then yeah, propose yeah. to You know what I'm saying? That could have been better. I'll tell you this though, right now, Danny, what I didn't like about that match, I didn't say this earlier, okay, if you want to hear it. Um, Jerry Lawler on guest color commentary. I don't mind that Jerry Lawler, I-, I like Jerry. I just think that he was doing those one-liners and they were kind of lame. I'm just calling it like I see it. I don't, I think it felt very old. It felt very outdated. It felt very played out. You know what I'm saying?
10: Yeah, that that's Jerry Lawler's thing in the later end of his career as a commentator. Right, <laughs> well, that,
1: but that's why he's not doing it anymore. You know, what I mean, I, but that's it's got to stop at some point. I mean, you have the guy come back and then he's doing a one line. Thank you, Danny, for calling. I mean, we gotta get rolling. Here. We're busy. Well, we got a lot of people on the phone. It's very busy. But but uh, you know, it's like uh, the one line of stuff got to a point where it's like, hey. You know they were like some really like it's like hey God he was these are these are like really old played out jokes, like these are like like really I mean I, maybe I'm just being mean, I don't know I mean I just I didn't I didn't like it I didn't I didn't like I didn't like him doing that I just did I, I there was opportunities there to tell those stories about the, listen Ms. Maurice Nikki and and Cena those stories those vignettes the, the John Cena getting mocked in his own house about the, the, the Nikki TV show and seeing his house by Miz. That storytelling on SmackDown has been excellent. And I felt like just having Jerry as a guest commentator, just maybe, you know, one or two one-liners like that's fine. It just felt like it was a, it's just like uh, too much. Am I overthinking this, Dennis? I mean, did you you disagree? I mean, don't just I – mean, don't be a sycophant. I mean, please. just No, Lawler's
3: – Lawler's one-liner, he's got like that, it, it used to it's be creepy much. uncle, now he's creepy grandpa.
1: Oh boy, yeah. Creepy Jones. No one likes creepy anything. I just don't think, I mean, I think you could add to it a lot better just by bringing those stories forward. You know, I know they had the video package in there and stuff, but God, that, that is like for an announcer, I don't care if you're play-by-play or call a commentator, tater, that you have, there is so, there is so much depth to those sto- that story. What Maurice and Miz and Cena and Nikki, uh, it, it they did a they it had a lot of real estate on SmackDown for many 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 weeks, okay, a lot of real estate. You got to bring that forward, man. On uh, 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 this is the go home. This is it. You're you're home. You're in WrestleMania. That's it. You're home. You're going home. You got to wrap that story up. It was you know, and I I just I don't know if they did that from a commentary standpoint point especially. Uh, especially Jerry. I just I just did. I mean you know some you know some some people might disagree with me, but uh, whatever that's your prerogative. I'm just telling you how I felt it about it. I didn't think it was needed. I just didn't. And like I said earlier, man, people absolutely loved the Miz in that match. He was over like Rover. yo loved him. big time, no doubt. Definitely. people absolutely loved him. So that was pretty cool. all right we're gonna go to break. other side of break, we will have right here from WFAn. Midday show host, Evan Roberts, who's also an avid WWE fan and wrestling fan. Like me, he's also a huge Met fan. So we will have WFAN's own Evan Roberts, opinionated guy, right here on the Taz Show. Sit tight.
5: Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play It at play.it. All
1: right, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're back here. Tash Show, special Tash Show live right now. CBS Sports Radio uh, covering WrestleMania post show here. We've got phone lines jammed up. Special guest Evan Roberts coming on in the second. Hey, sign up to be an O Rewards member today and start earning instantly. O Rewards members earn $5 back for every 150 points you earn. It's fast, it's easy, and free only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. See store for details. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So that's the deal on that. So uh, we got uh, Evan Roberts coming up here in a second. uh, And we'll get back to the phone lines in a minute, talking WrestleMania. I know Evan, uh, he definitely watched Mania. Evan is the midday host with Joe Benigo right here on WFAN. And uh, probably the biggest Met fan I know, one of the biggest Met fans I know, Evan Roberts. What's up, buddy? Yo, how the hell are you? Good, pal. What's going on, man? Long time no talk.
4: Dude, my, my derriere hurts from sitting in the same spot for the last seven hours. Dude,
1: how do you think I feel? I mean, sitting, I'm sitting here <laughs> I, show, i got to watch the whole show, you know what I mean?
4: <laughs> I, think you got, I think you got hosed. They bring back Jerry Lawler to call a the match. They bring it back, JR to call a match. Where the hell was Taz? Come on.
1: Taz is at WFAN. That's, <laughs> I, I know, I know, dude. I, you know why? I think, so, to be honest with you, okay, aside... I think cause on my regular show, at times I don't play. I'm not, I don't play nice with others, so I think I critique them. And I I don't I don't know. Maybe that's the reason, or maybe because I'm not a Hall of Famer. That could be another reason. That's probably actually the reason.
4: WrestleMania 40, baby. It's all you.
1: Maybe, yeah. We'll see. Who knows? So, so what'd you think, dude? I got. T- I was very entertained.
4: I mean the the, the Roman Reigns Undertaker match kind of sucked, but I think clearly the payoff was the way he retired, and I thought that was very cool. I couldn't figure out. Like without him getting on the mic, how they were gonna like yeah. identify the fact he was retiring, and I thought that was very cool. And that's gonna be the lasting memory of that main event because the main event, I mean, it was really, it wasn't that good. I thought the Orton match kind of sucked, but I thought the Brock match with Goldberg was great. Like they 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 did exactly what they needed to do. Like it wasn't gonna last long, but it had a lot of violence. They put Brock over. Yeah. So overall, I mean, I tell you, I, I have to admit. As it was winding down, I still felt like I could have watched another hour. So I wasn't completely burned out. Well, that's
1: good. That's 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 cool. I, I think that's a good measuring stick right there. If you're sitting there and you watched a plethora of WrestleMania, and Evan, you wanted more. That's a little crazy. Um, it's like watching a 20-inning baseball game. So, And I'm sure you've Dude, done it When
4: I do, I want the 21st <laughs> inning. I mean, once it goes that long, you yeah. kind of root for it to continue. Like, yeah. once you notice that there were still two matches to go past 11 o'clock, yeah. I was rooting for this thing to go to 1. I was
1: like, let's go. We could get to 1 a.m. Yeah. Sure. Let's sabotage Taz's special. Go to one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's Sorry, all right. No, I, I tell you what. I um, I couldn't hear. I watched it while I was doing a show here, the Undertaker and Roman Reigns match. The physicality, Evan. I thought was okay. I mean, look, we had a call just a minute ago. To say, you know, ah, he's a big Undertaker fan, and you know, you you know, Taker should have retired a while ago. Look, he's banged up. You could see that. I'm telling you, as as a guy who's taking a lot of bumps in my career, it, it's it's not easy to do what he did. And um, I also think it's hard, bro, when you gotta go and wrestle after four freaking hours, you know. And now you gotta go out there and uh, put a show on with a guy when you're supposed to be the, ba- the the bad guy. And people hate the kid you're wrestling. You know what I mean? Well, and also the kid he's wrestling is not a very good wrestler. I mean, let's well, no, I don't. Th- like, I don't agree with that. I don't think. I think he's actually uh... very. No, no, he is. No, trust me, uh, trust me, Evan. I'm, I'm actually qualified to say that. Um, <laughs> no, no,
4: no. Listen, I, I'll i be the first to admit I have zero qualifications other than being a fan right. to say someone's good or not good. But I don't think he's as good. Uh, look, here's the compromise, and I right. think you'll agree with me on yeah, this. He's not nearly as good as a lot of the other guys The Undertaker has gotten in the ring with over the last 10 years. He's not Shawn Michaels. He's not CM Punk. He's not Edge. Is that fair to say?
1: Uh, he's, I, I would say he's definitely not Sean Michaels. It's, it's almost unfair to compare him to a Sean Michaels, one of the greatest of all time. Um, uh, he's not Edge either, but Edge has a lot more experience. You know, I, Look, I think what Roman Reigns does, Evan, in my opinion, what I like that he does is his timing is excellent. Uh, he, his, his physicality is believable enough. Look, I'm not a fan of the Superman punch. It's a superhero, childish, immature thing. I I believe in reality-style fighting as a sports entertainer, and I don't think a Superman punch covers it for me. But I'm saying, as a former wrestler, uh, his timing is very, very good. And I think when I watch a wrestler, I watch different stuff than most people do. And timing's a big thing, and being on a high stage and performing in big matches, which he's got a lot of experience at at a young age. So I think...
4: he does, but you know what? Like, at this age that The Undertaker's at with all the injuries he's had, and I, I have great respect for him. I mean, I wanted him to retire a few years ago, too. But yeah, yeah. guy's a legend, and he could retire when he wants to retire, and he chose now, and that's fine. But I think he needs somebody to carry him. If freaking Roman Reigns ain't carrying him, where's he carrying
1: well, no, it's not about carrying, bro. I think it's, look, in that match, who led the match was Undertaker. He actually led the match. See, the match is led verbally. The match is led through timing. The match isn't really led through physicality. That's what people don't understand. There's a magic involved that I really don't want to get into. But I have no <laughs> understanding of it. Nobody, Nobody does. does. I'll be the first to admit it. I have no understanding <laughs> no, of it. Most, and just- you shouldn't, and you, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> what else did or didn't you like on the show? I think that the Neville
4: Austin Aries match needs to be on the main show. Oh love that no cool I, I agree. I agree. I was excited for it to put that on the the, the beginning was kind of lousy. I mean, look, I was watching it, but still, like, yeah, yeah. It's, there's a difference between being on after seven o'clock. And before seven o'clock, right. Uh, right? What else happened on this? Frickin- well, uh, oh, no, but, so, well, sure. but the Andre the Giant Battle Royal was stupid. Why the hell did Mojo Dude, Raleigh I, yeah, just to get on Sports Center because Gronk was there? I guess,
1: I guess his friends were – I don't know what happened. They're trying to push the kid a little. I, I thought Braun was going to win. I think I think it was obvious that people, a lot of people thought Braun was going to win for good reason. They had a plethora of TV time and money put into Braun Strowman. He should have won, in my opinion. I, and I don't dislike Mojo. Braun's got to win that thing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And why where,
4: where the hell Samoa Joe? That kind of sucked, too. Like I yeah, figured yeah. maybe he'd interfere in the Triple H match, yep, maybe I agree. in the Kevin Owens match. Yep. It was terrible that he wasn't there.
1: And Finn Balor. Finn Balor, I think tomorrow we see Finn, we see Joe. I think Finn is going to get in the face somehow, somewhere of Brock Lesnar, the universal, the new Universal champ. That's what I think might happen, but we'll see. You know what I mean? And I, I do think that
4: the Hardys coming out was probably awesome. if not the best moment of the night. I think Undertaker retiring is going to be the best moment of the night, but just it was like a genuine surprise. I know, like some people on the internet are writing, "Oh, they could be there," but it still is a surprise <laughs> when they actually come well, out there and see. This
1: is yeah, the problem. Was... This is the problem, Evan, right here. This is why you don't listen to the Taz show. See, I know you don't because you just, stood, just De- hey, Dennis, you heard what just happened with Evan. You just already did, right? You heard that, right? Yeah. What the hell did I do? Oh yeah, I do? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is what you did, bro. If you listen to my show, you'd know that I predicted this whole thing was going to happen. Yeah. that that doesn't mean that it's
4: a spoiler though just because if you predict it I predict stupid stuff too doesn't mean it's like that's like a spoiler well, of it you, happening that's well, I, my point that it dude, wasn't a complete like it was a surprise you know how
1: hard it is to predict wrestling stuff dude it's like predict, predicting an end of a movie you know it's like you could predict the end of a sports contest through stats lord knows you read your stats Evan. and you could predict Like, uh, you know, a fight or an MMA fight, you know, something like that, or a boxing match. But wrestling, dude, I'm usually right at least six out of ten times.
4: And you're saying that's a good percentage? Not
1: really, but that's kind of my percentage, Dennis.
4: I'm in that (laughs) world, right? Something like that. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) The point is it was a surprise, all right? Maybe you weren't surprised because you're the all-knowing Taz, but I I was surprised. I didn't didn't actually think they were going to come out there. Now, once the New Day did come out, I was like, wow, holy crap, are they going to get Matt and Jeff Hardy. Here's the other thing: Is Matt
1: Hardy broken? Like, is that is he going to continue that gimmick? Uh, well, I with told WWE? In My opinion, Evan. Here's the thing: I think he's going to continue to gimmick. I don't think you're going to going to hear the words "broken," though. I think gotcha. he, that's that's what I think the legal ease of it is. I think that I don't think WWE wants to deal with that. Even though I think I got to be honest, I think that TNA kind of hosed the Hardys on this because, from what I understand, and Matt's been on my show. Um, oh. You know, I think that the creative behind that, the IP, intellectual property, f- verbally, is Matt's gimmick, and but it, it falls under the guidance of their TV show and of their creative, so it ends up becoming TNA's IP. It's kind of a, a poopy thing that happened to, to the Hardys, to be honest with you. But, yeah, I, but I, yeah, go ahead, sorry. But we,
4: I, I think that, and this surprised me, but you're the all-knowing cast, so You probably saw a genius. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. Uh, you are a genie. Oh, genius. I was. Stunned that seventy thousand people knew the gimmick well enough yeah. to the fact that they're chanting "Brother Nero" at Jeff Hardy. <laughs> like I barely knew that myself. And yeah, I was, yeah, I guess it shows you who's going to WrestleMania. It's really the yeah. diehards.
1: It's the hardcore fans. It's the people. Yeah. that's their audience. That's who's buying the WWE network. That's who's you know. That's that's definitely it. You're right, and and that's a good point. That's a good point by you. And and I was saying this earlier, dude. Man, it's crazy that last night. They go into a big Ring of Honor show. They face uh, the Bucks of Youth, as they call them, the, the young Bucks. As the uh, the Hardys are, are the tag team champs, they lose them to ring, in a Ring of Honor gigantic show the next night on WrestleMania and win the Raw tag team titles. That is really, in this day and age, Evan, in wrestling, it's hard for that to happen because of uh, non-competes and 90-day claws, and, and they didn't have that, obviously, the Hardys. It's pretty cool to see the next night they show up on WWE.
4: Oh, yeah. And it's it's kind of, I, I don't know if it's similar, but is it similar to when Lex Luger was on Raw and then Nitro, like yeah. within days, of, or Rick or Ravishing
1: Recruit on the same night? Yeah, you know, dude, after- you're exactly right. No, it, it's definitely similar because the contracts were uh, were different back then, you know. Uh, and uh, that there was this loophole or whatever with the ease of Matt and Jeff's deal that they would obviously, uh, they, did, they signed, uh, I guess, a short term deal with, with Ring of Honor, and Ring of Honor let them out. I mean, so, um, uh, but, yeah, t- I think your, your analogy from many years ago with Luger and stuff like that, yeah, I th- you're right, absolutely. That stuff happened all the time, as you remember. Yeah.
4: Oh, and that was cool. But it the, was. The thing is, like, they didn't even, and I understand why, but, like, when the Hardys came out, wouldn't it have been okay for them to acknowledge, hey, you know, last night in Lakeland, Florida, mm. they were the ROH Tag Team Champions. Or, cause right, they, right. They don't, like, there's these federations, which are cool, and I'm not saying this is a knock-up ring, ring of honor. They're so below the WWE, they shouldn't feel threatened, the WWE, by at least mentioning the coolness of that. Because it is cool. You just brought
6: it up.
1: Right.
4: I think the WWE is so above it that they could bring that up. and it's They not don't, like though.
1: And this don't. is, no, you're, you're right. And that's something that, dude, that, listen, <laughs> that happens, that's, WWE has an elitist attitude. They are the hood ornament of the industry. No one is going to catch them. But it's very, very rare that they mention other companies. Look at Sting; they put Sting in the Hall of Fame, whatever. Yeah, last year or the year before. Just, just, recent, just the other day with Kurt Angle, they put Kurt, all of Kurt and Sting's success in Impact Wrestling, TNA. It was completely ignored by completely, WWE. yeah, completely. And even Ring of Honor, like to your point about about the Hardys, nah, dude. They're yeah, they're not gonna do that. They are not. That's just WWE. They're just they're that's just not their style. They're not gonna. We call it the rub, rub. They're not gonna give the rub to nobody. They didn't Wait,
4: but why they do mention Japan? Why they just, do they mention Japan? Because it's a different country. No, okay? because no, no, no,
1: because they have an agreement with them. That's how they got talents like Nakamura and ah, Oscar. Okay. That's what they have All deals right, with that them. That's what. Yeah, that's what the deal is on that. So that's it. So what's going on? Talk to me real quick because I gotta go with the with the Mets. What are we doing? Look, the, the season's starting tomorrow's open day. How are we looking, bro?
4: Oh, I, I think we got a shot. Yes. I think we have a legitimate shot to win the whole freaking thing, mainly because the pitching for now is relatively healthy. And let's face it, the Washington Nationals, their biggest rival, they're gutless. Yes. Okay? They're yes. a gutless team. They don't have a closer, yes. right? Yes. And they won the division last year mainly because the Mets lost everybody. Yeah. So yeah. I think if the Mets can keep some kind of health in this rotation, I feel very good. I think yeah. we got a shot to make a run.
1: Well, listen, make sure when you're on the air tomorrow with Joe Benigno, tell Joe I said hello. Don't ignore that you're on my show. You can mention me. It's this okay. guy, Taz again? Who is we, this guy? That's okay. We, we, guy we, li, bro, 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 bro. Who bro. is this guy? Bro, who is this guy? He knows me. I'm taller than him. But, uh, but, this, <laughs> yeah, you, it's you, can, close. Yeah, we're all in the same family. You can mention me. It's okay. You're not going to turn, go on fire if you mention a wrestling show on during when you're on FAN. It's okay. I'm on FAN right now. What are you now, talking? I do mention you. Oh, you, you, you don't. Act like I never mention you. What, what, what are you talking about? Actually, I, I do call sometimes impromptu and you guys let me on and I, I yeah. Oh, yeah. It. I forgot on Friday to mention this show. I forgot. I apologize. I oh, I didn't it. realize that. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? That's news to me. Oh, yeah.
8: Oh. Uh-huh. All weekend, you were so upset about it. Who are
4: you
1: kidding? <laughs> I was not upset. If I was upset, I'd abolish you and delete you, sir, from my show. <laughs> well, listen, brother, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much
4: for asking me. Have a great rest of your show.
1: Oh, uh, thank you. Have a good one tomorrow. Tell Joe I said hello and uh, be it. well. Ever Love Roberts, you. the great Ever Roberts right there, right here from WFAN. That's still, we got to go to break right here, right now. I'm start a break. I'm going to get to these phone calls. Have Mike Johnson, PW, and Report, in a little while.
5: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: All right, we're back here at Taz Show, a special Taz Show, WrestleMania reaction show, post-show. Going to be here until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on CBS Sports Radio and a bunch of CBS radio stations and TazShow.com, Radio.com, uh, maybe you're checking out the podcast version of the show or the VOD, whatever you're doing. I appreciate it very much. Hey, visit Masters.com now through April 9th for a complete tournament coverage of the 81st Masters, including real-time scoring and live full-screen HD video all week. Okay, Masters.com, your online source for the 2017 Masters. Phone line's been jammed. A lot of people uh, want to talk about what's going on at WrestleMania, what happened at WrestleMania. Uh, Also, Mike Johnson will be on a little bit after 1 uh, a.m. later on in this particular episode with the PW Insider Report, a special PW Insider Report from Orlando. Mike was at WrestleMania, so I would like to hear uh, what he has to say. Uh, Hey, uh, Gary in New Jersey, you are on the TAS show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Gary? Tasmanian Devo. What's up, man?
6: Man, first, I'd love to see Evan Roberts and Craig Carton in a steel match, a steel cage, man, wrestling, man. Could you imagine
1: that? That would draw at least 10 people, I'm telling you right now.
6: <laughs> you put that on pay-per-view, you might be talking money records. Man. You
1: might get some money. You might get a little tri-state money. You could, you could be right about that, bro. You could be.
6: And we've come, we've come a long way. You've come a long way, baby, since WrestleMania one. Oh, I tell you that much, man. Thanks, man. WrestleMania three, man. Andre knew to give it up, and they always chanted. Let me tell you, sometimes no matter what, I've been to WrestleManias, I've watched them on TV and right. everything, and I love them all the time. I've always watched them. Um, when he picked up Andre, man, I thought that I'd be the Invisible Man helping to pick him up. They always chanted, "Go if you can, and go." Go Buchanan, go. Go Buchanan, go. The audience always chanted that, Taz. Go uh, Buchanan, go. Go Buchanan, go. I don't ask you why. Uh, they I, I, always chanted I, that, go Buchanan, I, 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 go.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Gary, go Buchanan, go. I don't know. what, what Bro, what about WrestleMania? What do you want to talk about?
6: Uh, WrestleMania, I love it, man. Goldberg had to put the ghost tonight. It's no big deal. The Undertaker, bro. come on. Where's Paul Bear when you need him? Where's the, uh, you know, I, I love wrestling, man. And, and yeah. Just yeah, to yeah. sit back. I mean Evan, every other word was suck with Evan. I mean, come on, what kind of interview is that? I got ten
1: year old kid to you. Oh, you could I know. Well that's there? Evan. You know, he's trying to be negative Nelly. That's the gimmick. Yeah. You know, I that's know. He, that's funny. the whole That's the radio guy thing. You know, that's how it is. You gotta be negative, you gotta be critical. That's what they do. Gary, thanks for calling, buddy. You gotta be negative. Stop it, please. Stop. Just stop. 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 That's that's what I like, Evan. That's what I do. Have a guest on, chat with him, and then bury him. That's it. That's how you do it. When he leaves. No, I'm kidding. No, he was good. He just, he, I think he's honest in his opinions on it. That's all. That's the deal. I'm reading a, a tweet here uh, from a guy, without naming names. He says, "Since when does WWE have an agreement with New Japan (NJPW)? Why? Because uh, you didn't read it online. That means there's maybe not a verbal loose agreement, or maybe there's not some kind of a uh, some kind of a respect with each other, or maybe that's like they'll get a shout out because of maybe some talent was let out earlier out of their deal, or there was some kind of because you didn't read it on, uh, you know, some website? Or that means that there's no deals, right? That's the thing. That's, you you know, that's like, just because it's not public, that means there's no deal. I'm not saying there's a deal. I'm not saying there's not. All I know is people that I know, I've been told there's some kind of a loose agreement. Not not to the fact that it's like we're going to trade talent, but there's a certain respect there. Um, That's all I'm saying. I don't know too much about the dealings. But all I know is I wouldn't just say that if there wasn't fact behind it. I'm not going to shout the guy out on Twitter because then next you know everybody's going to go at the guy, and I'm, I don't want to see that happen to the guy. So that's uh, that's the deal on that. Hey, Charlie in Detroit, you're on the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, man? How are you? Charlie, how you doing, buddy? I'm good.
2: You know, Ted, uh, I've been watching wrestling for you know a very long time. Yes. And this might have been one of the worst wrestlers. Not to sound negative, but most. It might have been one of the worst WrestleManias I've ever watched.
1: Why? Why? You know? Why? Tell me why. Uh,
2: here's here's why. Uh, Goldberg and Lesnar—that was one match. I just feel like it felt short. Right. Uh, the Taker and Reigns match—I didn't like. I mean, Taker. I know he's old. I know he's beat up.
8: Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? If he's that old and that beat up, he should have retired last year, or he should have let you know someone else take the spot to retire him. Right. You know, if he wasn't really doing that much in the ring, and I, like I said, he's old, he's beat up. You know what I mean? Right, I but, yeah, that.
1: but he put his effort out there. and, and <laughs> Absolutely, he, he did. And they're trying to pass the torch to Roman Reigns. No matter if the audience agrees with it or not, that's what the company's trying to do, and they probably want to take it to help with that, hence why, you know, they did business absolutely. the way they did it. You know what I mean? Now, let me ask you this, though, Charles. Look, check this out. So right. just let me defend. I'll just defend. And usually I don't usually defend WWE that much. I don't have to. But let me ask you this. You get... You get Orton as a new champ. You get Hardys as new tag team fans and a debut. You get Brock as a new champ. You get Naomi as a new champ. So you're getting all these new champions and you're going to say the show completely sucked? Really? No, no, no. no. I say it completely sucked. Okay, just, it was one of the worst. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, I, okay. We're splitting hairs, bro. I mean, come on. <laughs> let, me, on I will, uh, let me say this much. Yeah, The women's matches
2: I loved. I think they, they wrestled their hearts out. I loved that aspect of their of, they, of that wrestlemania I agree. Oh, that part of wrestlemania yeah uh, some of the other matches i didn't like the fact that aj went first i mean I, he's a great talent why is he going first match
1: that's opening the, match bro that's the best spot on the card the best that's when the crowd's hot I mean, Shane and him. I, I, I'm sure they were ecstatic to be first. That's a, if you're okay, not, gonna, bro. I'm telling you, if you're not going to be last, Charlie, be first. I've said that on my regular show a lot. That's an important that's thing. You. That's an important thing. I'm telling you, Charlie. Thank you for calling, buddy. That's a very important slot right there. Being first. I, I like the fact that they were first. I, I mean, there's no championships on the line there. I'm okay with that being first. I, I really. I mean, I had no pro- Dennis. Just from a fan's perspective. I mean, do you have a problem with that being first?
3: No, not at all. Don't you? You've talked about on your show countless times how you want the show yeah, to come out with a bang. It
1: off, yeah, I mean we got Cowboy handling the the phone lines.
0: Cowboy,
1: hey, Cowboy, jump on here, Joe, bro. Just just give me real quick your opinion. Did you have a problem with Shane? If, if you, I know you're, you know you're gonna be honest. Being first, AJ being first. Say that one more time. Did you have a problem with AJ and Shane being first? Yes, no?
11: Oh, uh, I <laughs> thought it was a great opener, actually.
1: Okay, uh, there you go.
9: Yeah, it was a killer. Uh, the finish, the shooting star press is really good. I, it was great. Yeah, seriously. Um, all right, we got
1: to I mean, go to break. We got to so go to break. Thanks. Thanks, Cal. Cowboy. appreciate that. We got to go to break. Other side of break, uh, we're going to take some more phone calls. They'll be jammed up. And also, we will have Mike Johnson on a little later on. PW Insider Report. We're going to be here until 2 a.m. Eastern Time Show.
0: Human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream. It's the Tash Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real. He's no joker, original. He's no posing, no competition. He's the owner. They're moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Tash Show.
1: All right, all right, here we go. Two hours down, one hour to go. Special Taz show right here. Live on CBS Sports Radio, WrestleMania post show. And we are coming to you live right now from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. And have Mike Johnson quit up a little while with a special PW Insider report. Mike is in Orlando, was at WrestleMania. So he's like an on-field reporter, but not really on the field and... He's reporting, but he's just not on the field. I think he's en route to his hotel. He tweeted something up about being in an Uber. Cheap bum. Rent a car. Ironically, if an Uber, you get an Uber. That's what the kids are doing today. They'll get you Ubers. Maybe I'm old-fashioned, renting cars. You know what I mean? You yeah, I mean? Is that, is that like, uh, am I old because I'm renting cars? I got, I got. <laughs> I got... I'm looking through the glass wall, and I see Dennis, the audio producer, and the call screener, the cowboy. And they're both like, hey, well, you're kind of an old fart if you're renting cars. I guess Uber's just easier. I got it. No problem. I understand. Hey, uh, Nando in Queens, you're on the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? Good moment, fellas. How's everything? Good moment, my friend. Uh, no, uh, first of all, I want to thank
7: CBS for, show, uh, for showing the love today to give you guys. that You guys, that they know that you're running the game on this. Uh, yes. What you do? Of course, uh, running, I, the game, you know when, I'm running the game. You know that. I'm running the game! Of course
1: I am. Of course, I know that. Af- absolutely. Uh, Wrestle- WrestleMania, uh, yeah. I thought it was a B plus. I okay. love the Hardys. I, I like that score, Nando. I like that B+. So if I was going with an, uh, I would, yeah, B+, is like an
7: 86.4, right? Wouldn't you say? Hey, I, hey, I, like I said, you can't like the rule number one. Chad is always right. Exactly, I agree.
1: I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. So you, you,
7: what match were you talking about? Dude, say it again. No, I, I was marked. My son and I marked out for the Hardy Boys, and my son is six years old. He's like, "What? Who are those?" And he started ah. jumping because. Yeah, and uh, that's cool. But you know, I want to give love to the NXT Triple thre- uh Triple Elimination Tag Team match. I think that was the best match of the weekend.
1: That was a uh, great match. I made a comment on Twitter. Oh, my God. Somebody got so mad at me because I talked about, what's his name? Uh, dash. Do- what? One of the what, dash or door. I was confused. Oh, your suplexes. He did a German suplex. He held a bridge, and it just wasn't that good of a throw. It just really loud, wasn't a good suplex. I mean, he didn't have but a good thought- bridge. I, the match was great. I was I just I got I'm like, oh, this guy got so sensitive. <laughs> oh, my God. Why could you say that? You can't say nothing to no one man, though. You got to be so, everybody's so sensitive.
7: I don't know why, I did, and I'm sorry to say the word on this. Uh, everybody's a bunch of haters. I don't know, but yeah, I know. Whatever. I it's, hate I know. everyone. I agree. So, so uh, it,
1: yeah.
7: I thought, and honestly, I thought that match on NXT was great, and the Ox, uh, the Oxer versus Emma Moon. Yes, I, I heard. You mentioned something on Twitter saying they they did a stiff match that was great.
1: Physical. Those two ladies, Nando, they really turned up, and I wasn't surprised. We've seen Oscar. Thank you, Nando, for calling, bro. We've seen Asuka in her career and her run here in NXT and as the NXT Women's Champion work very physical. And I think that a lot of the girls that work with her know when you work with her, you got to bring it because she's going to bring it. And I thought NXT, um, they always put on a great show, and it was awesome. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. I was happy to see, uh, you know, uh, Sanity. I was happy to see, you know, Eric Young. I tweeted about that. I love Eric uh, so much, so much great stuff going for going for him right now in WWE and NXT, and obviously Bobby Roode um, and Nakamura. I thought uh, uh, Dennis, you caught it right? I'm sure you caught uh, NXT, right? I couldn't agree more with Nando. I thought
3: the tag uh, it was the best match. The tag triple threat was the best match of the weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you, you didn't like Nakamura, and uh, as you call him, knock. You know, you know. Yeah. I love my boy knock. You love but knock. knock. Yeah. It. it uh, <laughs> I liked the match with Bobby. The match was I good.
3: You, I mean, the ending was awesome. I, I, the tornado glorious DDT.
1: That was sick. That yeah, was, was awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with that. I, I, I hate agree. when
3: knock loses, though, so that takes yeah. away from it. <laughs> I
8: hate
1: when knock loses. Tremendous. Hey, uh, David in Buffalo, you were on the Taz Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Dave? Hey, Taz. Uh, love the show, man. Uh, you're doing a good
4: job tonight. Uh Thank Just wanted to weigh in on WrestleMania. I thought it was really good. Uh, really enjoyed the Hardys coming back. Uh
10: I, and the other thing I want to comment on was Kurt Angle going into
4: the Hall of Fame. I thought that was awesome. Uh, yeah. Kurt Angle worked with so many different guys uh, from Cena to The Rock to Stone Cold. Uh, he, he, I remember his work with you and ECW at the at, – uh, Hammerstein Ballroom, that was awesome, man. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, oh
1: I, I was like, when you said ECW, I'm thinking you're talking about, yeah, the, re, the rebirth of ECW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah more <laughs> than,
6: uh, I, I don't go way back, I mean,
1: but I,
8: right, I,
6: thought,
4: yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was really cool to see that. And I got a question for you about Lesnar, and his title reign. How yeah. long do you think it's going to be? And do you think they're going to put him in, into a program with Braun Strowman?
1: No, I don't. I think that, you know, I guess we're going to know tomorrow, Dave. I, I think that they're going to go with a program uh, with Brock and Finn Balor, and because um, Finn, uh, I've been saying this, he's never lost that championship. He got to, re- you know, give it back, relinquish it due to injury, the Universal title. And I think that they want to put that title on Finn. I initially thought it'd be Finn, and thank you very much for calling, bro, from Buffalo. I, I thought they would have put that. I think I thought they would have gone before Kevin Owens lost the Universal title with Kevin Owens and Finn, but they didn't. So I think they're going to go with Brock and Finn. Now to answer your question. I kind of have to hack my producer a little bit because you know Dennis said uh, the other day that you know he thought I came up with the concept of Finn. Dennis didn't know that. Uh, you could defend yourself, pal. <laughs> and, oh, you're, you're laughing at me now, but you, Dennis, you said that uh, you know that you think at SummerSlam you'd see Finn and uh, Brock. I, you know, I, I hope you're wrong. I'd like to see Finn get that Universal title before SummerSlam.
3: Now that uh. Now that the WrestleMania is, because I picked the Undertaker to win because I didn't want to see him lose, but now it's a, I could see them going the angle of only two guys have ever defeated the Undertaker at WrestleMania, one of them has the belt now, and the other one gets pushed all the time. So I could see that being, Ooh. Ooh. that being Ooh. the way they go.
1: So to answer that fella's question from Buffalo, I, I would say I kind of have to. I, I hope that Finn gets the Universal title before SummerSlam. But I gonna have to Well no more tomorrow, but I have to agree with Dennis, with you, Dennis, that what you said the other day on the regular on our daily show, or the Taz show that um, you know, that you thought at SummerSlam we would see, you know, uh, Finn after you copied my idea, Finn and, and Brock. That's kinda of, you did. You could laugh what you want. You did cop my idea. You know that. And you just barnacle. That's what you do your whole career. Hey, uh Martin in uh, Minnesota, you were on the Taz show on CBS Sports Radio.
10: Hey, good moment, Taz.
1: Good moment, my friend.
10: Uh, first time, long time.
1: Oh, look at this! Another one, yam <laughs> bag. What's going on, bro?
10: Yeah, um, I have uh, two quick questions about the cruiserweight match. Go for it. Um, do you feel like it was the right choice to have to keep the belt on Neville? And do you feel like if the championship match was on the main card, do you feel like there was a better chance of Austin Aries coming out with the championship?
1: Good question on the second part. Uh, I, look, I I think that Neville should have won the championship. That's what I... I, I'm sorry, I'm going mistake. I mean, Aries. I think Aries should have won a championship. I do. I I think Neville is an excellent champ, an excellent heel champ. I have no problem being a champ. I don't. And thank you for calling, bro. But I do think that there's more money in Aries on that microphone as a champ uh, than uh, Neville. And I love the Neville heel character. And the other part of your question about do I think the finish would have been different if it was on the main card? No, I don't. I, I think that they wanted to... I don't think it would have mattered, you know what I mean, like like changing the titles no matter if it was on the pre-show or on the main show. I really don't think it would have mattered much at all. I don't. I just don't. Um, because if, if they wanted to move the title, the title to the other guy, they just would have moved it. It's really that simple, you know what I mean? So that, that's what I think on it. But I, I thought those guys had an amazing match. And, again, you know, a lot of us were in fear that, oh, man, they are the pre-show, they were the first match. Okay, that, that stadium is going to be empty. It's daytime, all this crap. Meanwhile, the place looked packed. And uh, early on in, in the evening, it was daytime, and people were into that match. And, and I'll tell you, you're going to be the very first match. I mean, I think they were the very first match. I got to the studio late because of the fun New York City traffic. But, but I did catch uh, the bulk of that match. They, they, uh, it was daytime, and that place was pretty full, I thought, when they were working. I, I definitely thought it was pretty full. So, um so that's the deal. I right, look I gotta go to break. Other side of break, we're gonna have Mike Johnson. Okay, he's gonna be on here with a PW Insider report. He's down Orlando, Mike. You know, hopefully he's not at some gin mill, you know, drinking uh, the gray goose, you know, running around, you know, throwing empanadas at somebody. You don't know what Mike, he gets a little crazy He's a wild man. You know what I'm saying. All right, Taz Show. be right back.
5: Play it, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All
1: right, yeah, we're back here, Tash. We have Mike Johnson's special PW Insider Report coming up shortly. Hey, visit masters.com now through April 9th for complete tournament coverage of the 81st Masters, including real-time scoring and live full-screen HD video all week long. Masters.com, your online source for the 2017 Masters. So uh, we got Mike Johnson going to be on here in a second. Uh, folks that are on hold, I know the phone lines have been jammed. I, I I didn't give out the phone number before because the phone lines have been jammed, but I'll give it out, and after I speak with Mike, I'll, I'll get to the most of you if I can. It's 855 212 Four two two seven eight five five two one two four CBS. Special PW Insider Report. My Mike, Mike Johnson, my friend. You're down in Orlando. What's going on, buddy? how are you? Hey Taz, how are you? How you doing, champ? So what's going on, bro? how's the show? Where were you sitting? Why weren't you holding a Taz show sign? What's
12: I, going on? Wow, you hit me with all that at once. I was, <laughs> I was, I was behind the hard camera, so no one would see the Taz show sign. It right. was a very long day. It was very hot, and then it was raining, and then it got very dark. How's
1: that? Uh, dude, I, I've worked in Orlando a lot, and what you just said is the way it is there this time of year. It gets really hot, and then teeming rain, and then it just, just musty and there's mosquitoes everywhere. It's horrible. Exactly.
12: I'm fighting them off as you speak.
1: So was the rain, it wasn't raining during – because that stadium was out, it was early in the it's day it was raining? It, 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 before the show, it
12: rained a little bit, and then it drizzled about an hour into the show. But it wasn't, it wasn't like a torrential downpour. I don't think it would have been noticeable on television.
1: Okay, awesome. So, uh, Mike, now you know as well as I, when you're in the arena, and this is a stadium, uh, you were amongst the sea of humanity, as the yes. great Gorilla Monsoon would say. Will you stop? You know, so when you're around that many people in a stadium like that, I mean, it's different than sitting in a studio or at home watching the show on a network. How did it feel being there?
12: you know it was it was interesting like um I, I i because it's an open air stadium the you know the the crowd heat as you as as they say it's it's very different it felt more like a lot of people watching a spectacle mm. than people who were intently in, intensely watching Wrestling matches, waiting to see who won. Like I see. there were moments that got big reactions. The return of the Hardy Boys was, in my opinion, was the biggest reaction of the night.
8: Yeah.
12: Uh, the ceremony at the end with Undertaker folding up his jacket and hat and yeah. pretty much ending his career got a lot of a lot of a reaction. Um, uh, the, all the entrances got big reactions. The cena of Nikki Bella proposal got squeals across the stadium from women. Like, Mike, was, were you
1: squealing? Seriously, were you? I
12: was not. I was not. But I, I was a little misty-eyed. I was, you know, I, right. I was hoping John was going to come back to me, but it didn't happen.
1: <laughs> so you weren't screaming, not not going to happen, not today, not happening, <laughs> not today. Got it. Okay, good. Correct. So, so let me ask you this now: Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Randy becomes a new WWE champ. All this stuff, right? What, it seemed like when you watch at home, it didn't seem like there was, a, and no disrespect towards Bray or Randy. It seemed a little. Were the People just tired by then. Like it seemed flat. How did it feel there with that match?
12: I feel like the crowd was at a point where they were just tired and exhausted. They had been there from four between four and five p.m. Yeah, you know this match had started about five p.m. Eastern, but they, they had opened up doors between three thirty and four. And I think the special effects, which looked very cool with the worms on the ring and all that, it was. In, I think the first time it happened, it, it took the crowd out of the match because from the vantage point of the audience, just half the lights in the stadium turned off. And I think everybody thought it was a production issue.
8: Yeah.
12: Because you could see people just looking around going, what happened? Like, like, did the generator blow? Yeah. yeah, And then they were like, oh, it's that. And I thought that was a great special effect. I I, kind of question why they would use it and then have Bray lose. But, I mean, I'm sure that they've got some sort of bigger plan in play that we're not privy to, or at least they do in this moment, whether it actually is seen or not, who knows. But you know, I, I felt like that. I felt that was a weird ending. I felt like the, you know, I know it's RKO out of nowhere, but I felt like the match yeah. never got to the well, second gear. It just kind of happened.
1: I, I got to tell you again, I don't know how it felt there, but watching here the the, the Kevin Owens um, Chris Jericho finish. Talk about a finish out of nowhere. I mean, the, the, the power bomb on the, the corner beat of the apron onto Jericho, and then it was just like, next you know, we got a new U.S. champ. I forgot to mention that. Uh, that's another title change, a U.S. title. So we had the Orton new WWE champ, Hardy's new tag mm-hmm. team champs, Brock new Universal champ, Naomi new Women's champ, and then we had uh, Kevin Owens, a uh, uh, new Universal champ. But my point, Mike, my, my my point. My question, what was that like? Did that seem a little – like that finish came out of nowhere to me. I mean, I, there was no, like, build up to that finish – it was just a powerbomb on a corner and next thing you know you Jer- know jericho lost yeah I, I, it definitely came out
12: of nowhere it, it, the crowd was much more receptive to that cuz it was earlier on in the show right right and let's face it you have got fans from all over the world there they're diehard wrestling fans kevin owens is, is a personality that really appeals to them so there was there, there was a lot of, there was a big positive reaction to owens winning right um, and i and i think that match was you know to me they had time for that match to kind of play out and they had the chance to do the back and forth and do some near falls so while the finish kind of seemed, I don't want to seem to say flat, but it seemed a little premature. Like I expected a couple of more kickouts and maybe a little Jericho to make a make a try to make a comeback before succumbing to Owens. Right. Um, the crowd was definitely more receptive to that than they were to some of the stuff later on. It was a long day for you know I and and there could you know there could be a discussion that maybe since they own their own network they don't need to be pre, you know stuck at the seven p.m. start time. Maybe they should move that thing up to a mid-afternoon if they're going to go seven eight hours. It was a long day, and it <laughs> yeah. definitely drained the audience. Like yeah. was, uh, even like the Undertaker Roman match. Once we got past the entrances and the return of Jim Ross, you could feel like the audience kind of just qu- quieted down and they were waiting to see what was going to happen. Where earlier on there was a little they were it, it was more a more receptive crowd. But it's also weird because all the sound travels up as you know because it's open air. Yep. So what people expect when they're watching professional wrestling, for the most part, you don't get that in the open-air stadium. You'll hear more like right. faraway noises as opposed to like, you know, this, this passionate sort of fan base and all chance. And I don't know how it came across on television yet, obviously, but like the chants in the building were very scattered, except for the Hardys, where everyone was chanting "delete, delete, delete," and it was just uh, every it, oh, it's seventy-five thousand
1: people. It was crazy. I mean, it was a it lot was nuts. of. and,
12: and then the brother Nero chant was just as loud as I know, well. It was
1: nuts. It was crazy. i was so happy for those guys. I really was. I, I you know, I, I think
12: everybody. I think everybody was, except for those who worked for Impact Wrestling.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I hear you on that, and and uh, let me actually just, and I'll tell you also, might not have been happy is those other guys in that match because. I don't think it's yeah. a disrespect towards towards the Hardys, but, you know, you guys work at this, uh, you know, a, 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 about gunning after the tag team titles and, and, and working house shows and doing a lot of stuff and being in a storyline. Next thing you know, the Hardys just pop up, and I'm not knocking the Hardys. It's a great moment, and those guys deserve whatever they get. I, I'm fans of the Hardys. I'm friends with them. And but, but I think about the other guys in the match, and that's a tough pill to swallow. You know, so yeah,
12: it, it goes back to what we've talked about a lot on the Taz Show in the past, where the you know the those who are in the trenches and work full time, sometimes when it comes to WrestleMania season, they, even despite their hard work, they kind of get shifted shift, shifted over, yeah, yeah. and the part timers come back. And as as long as WWE keeps reinforcing that the part timers are more important than the regulars, yep. it hurts the business at, at different point at different at other other sides of the revenue stream like the live touring.
1: Yeah, no, no, I I completely agree, and we have talked about that a lot for sure. I mean. Um, you know, the Triple H Rollins match, I mean, some people, uh, I don't think liked it that much. Uh, I, I, you know, I, 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 you know, it's, it's tough. I mean, it's tough when, whenever one of the biggest fears as a wrestler, when you're a Either a baby face or a heel is that you gotta oh, work the knee and sell the knee. Mike, what's going on there, bro? What are you at? The bar? What are you doing? Nah, uh, it's just someone walking past the hotel room. Okay, well, what do you got? Your door open? Close your door. It's a security. No, door. door's closed. Door's closed. What do you got? People in your room? What's they, going on? What are you at the
12: Just everybody's coming back from WrestleMania. I beat the crowd because I'm good at it.
1: <laughs> you are the man. You definitely are the man. Yeah, I, I, commi- I had a commitment. You are I had a commitment. I don't. Man. I know, I know, I, I know. But the, the, what was I talking about? I got hit in that too many times. Oh, um, Triple, a, trip, trip, Triple, H. H, Triple H, Triple H, Triple H, Rollins. It's tough. You got a guy selling his knee, 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 and it's like, how do you blow your comeback with a bad knee? How do you I mean, how to make a comeback? You know what I mean? It's tough. It's very tough. So, I mean, what people like at, at home here, like watching the studio, it didn't seem like people were into that that much. That match. Uh,
12: you know what they were into the they were into the entrances. Yeah, and they were intran- they were into Rollins comebacks yeah but for the most part, they were kind of just watching and waiting to see, and like when when they would brawl to the outside and something happened, they would go, oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the huge reaction for the 7 year man bump through the table, though, when she got knocked off yes, the apron at the I end. I saw that. That <laughs> big reaction in the building. <laughs> that was a cool spot. Yeah, Going back to when she owned ECW, which yeah. we all want to forget about.
1: Yes, that wasn't really ECW, <laughs> but yes, I get it. I understand. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, but that was cool. I, I mean, credit to her. She's a mom. She's, she's not a kid, and and she's not bumping regularly. I mean, that, that was cool. Uh, I, I, I did not expect that. I did not. I mean, on,
12: so. On, on big shows, she always goes out of her way. Like, remember a couple of years ago, she took that that nasty spear from Roman Reigns. Roman like, Reigns, you know. yeah,
1: I forgot about that. You're right. That's a good point. Yeah, that's true. Um, what else, man? I mean, I, I, all in all, it seemed like a great spectacle at the end of the day. That's what it seemed like. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it a great pure
12: wrestling show. Right. No, I agree with but that. But as a spectacle, spectacle. I certainly yeah. thought they did a lot to entertain the audience.
1: I agree. I agree. Well, look, Mike, I got to let you bounce. We're almost done here. Uh, listen, bro, I appreciate you coming on, and, uh, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday on the TAS show.
12: All right. Check us out on PWInsider.com, and I look forward to coming back on Tuesdays. we we'll talk be talking more about it. Thanks for having me, as always.
1: You got it, Mike. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> i Mike Johnson right there, ladies and gentlemen, PWInsider. Uh, I'll just a break. I'm going to handle uh,
5: phone calls. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. <laughs>
1: special WrestleMania post show right here live on CBS Sports Radio gonna get to the phones in a second here we uh, got a half hour left and We're done uh, hey check this out if it's taking you long to stop visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for the spring break deals event you can take advantage of O'Reilly's do it right rebate and get $20 O'Reilly gift card by mail when you buy a set of brake best select pads and a pair of rotors O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices, every day. Yes, there you have it right there. So, uh, been talking WrestleMania, and it's uh, been going great. A lot of you folks have been calling the show. The phone lines have been jammed the whole show. So, uh, we'll try and clear up some of those phone lines before we wrap the show up. Numbers number 855-212-4227. If something clears up, 855-212-4227. CBS. Uh hey uh, Jake in LaCrosse, Wisconsin. You're on a Taz show at CBS Sports Radio. Hey Taz, appreciate you having me be on
13: especially uh, so late in the night here in the Midwest and of course on yes. the East Coast.
1: Yes, sir. Um,
13: um, but I just want to say I thought the this WrestleMania was one of the best uh in my opinion. Uh, as far as kind of the low, like A minus, though, I thought the matches were crisp. It looked like everyone was trying to run up uh, one another, which uh, was always good. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> but I have a few questions. Uh, one, uh, in regards to one of my favorite wrestlers, Becky Lynch, do you feel that her suplexes are on the same level as yours or better? Uh, <laughs> second question. Uh, would be after tonight, Roman Reigns, do you think that he goes a heel route or a face route? I'm one of the fans that, you know, honestly feels that it might have been the best choice to have him have that ch- uh, torch. Of course, he's proving me wrong on a bunch wait, of Wait, wait, hold on. You said you don't think he's the right choice? I honestly thought it should have been Bray Wyatt. Right, right. Um, just from a character standpoint, it made sense for okay. Bray to be no, the No, I misheard you. Person. That's
1: why. So you're saying Bray should... Yeah, that's, that would have been a cool idea. I mean, I, I think that... Um, uh, I'll answer your Becky question in a second, but I think that I think that, <laughs> I think that um, you know I, I I do think I said this earlier I uh, yeah I do think that R- Roman Reigns will be a heel full blown heel. Yeah. Someone tweeted me I can't remember who and I apologize, but they tweeted that Coach uh, John the coach from ESPN did an interview with Roman Reigns and he was a heel. He's doing a whole it's my yard thing and then he just basically it's such an easy heel promo Jake. Now dude, oh, yeah. you just retired the Undertaker. It's it's a layup. You know what I mean? Well, what I was thinking, like,
13: does he show, like, does he show up uh, on Raw, kind of like how AJ Styles showed up uh, on SmackDown yeah. after being seen it, just having, just being as cocky as right. heck, right, right, Should right. you could he, do that? Be humble about.
1: You it? could do that. No, I agree, Jake. And and I'll answer your question on on Becky Lynch. Um, first off, uh, thank you for calling, Jake. I do not think she or anybody else has better suplexes than me. So if that seems Egotistical? Well, then, sorry. Um, (laughs) I'm a fan of Becky's work. I think she does a great job of suplexes. I've said this before publicly, Jake, and other people that are listening. um, You know, I I think that Becky's form and her style and her technique and her throws and the way she pops her hips and how she explodes through her her core, um, there's a lot of similarities, I humbly say, to my style. You mentioned it, Jake, so I'm just following up on it. I definitely think uh, there's definitely some similarities to, to the way she does her throws. I've talked to Becky offline in the past a while back, and I do know that she, you know, we, we, as much as I respect her work, uh, and I, I, again, humbly say this, I know she was a fan of my style. So uh, I'm flattered because I'm a fan of hers. I, I met her once, uh, don't really know her that well, but um, but I think she's she's in her prime, and rightfully so, and she's been just, Kicking butt and doing great. So, I'm a fan of her. So, there's no doubt about that. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Hey, uh, Chaos in Mississippi. You're on the Tad Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, man? What's going on, Tad? Good moment to you. Good moment, my friend. What's going on? I got to say, good moment to the jobber,
2: Lumberjack. Hey, got hey, to get that out of the way.
1: You got to put him over. Go ahead, Lumberjack. Say hello. Good moment. Go ahead. <laughs> right,
2: so I got just a couple of quick thoughts, uh, and then I'll get out of here. Right. Uh, first, I gotta say that I love Steph. That table spot was absolutely fantastic. That was cool. Her,
1: I liked it gotta too. You
2: got to give her a lot of props for that.
1: Yes, I agree. She's a mom of two or three her kids. Uh, you know, she's not a spring chicken. She's not no lady either. But still, I mean, she works out and trains. But you know, I, you got to give her credit. She don't have to do that. And then that was cool. That was cool.
2: Also, I gotta say, I'm very disappointed in the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt match. I was really expecting more out of those two. Uh, I thought the the, where they, you know, they cut, cut the lights and did the spot uh, with the the ring with the the bugs, and stuff. right, right, was, right. But it was, yeah. I just wanted more. Of course, I'm really disappointed that they took the the belt off of Bray already. You know yeah. I, I wanted a good run, but you know, it is
9: what it is. But you don't
1: know, chaos. Let me tell you something. Give them a little break, meaning Orton and and Bray. And I'll tell you why, dude. Because you got to realize, dude. They they what they followed. You know, like it was really. And thank you for calling, bro. What they followed was definitely uh, very tough. I mean, all the stuff that we've seen already, raw tag team titles with the Hardys debut, winning the titles. Uh, you know, we, we, we saw uh, uh, the Bailey, Nia, Charlotte, Sasha. We saw that. You saw Kevin Owens and Jericho. You saw Shane and, um, you know, AJ. I mean, and, you know, that's a lot to follow. Triple H and Randy, and, uh, um, Chris, I almost said that. What's his name? Uh, Seth Rollins. They had to follow that, so you know they had to follow a lot chaos. You know Bray and Randy, and thank you for calling, bro. They had to follow a lot. I mean, so it's like it's tough. That's tough to do. You know, it really is. So and 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 because you saw Mike Johnson, who was in attendance, and people were just kind of shot. You know, so they were tired, and and as the later it got, they just they witnessed a lot. Hey, Rob in Louisiana, you're on a Tad show on CBS Sports Radio.
10: Yeah, hey, Taz, I'm sorry if you've already talked about this before, but I want to talk about the Andre, the uh, Giant Battle Royal. We
1: have not talked about that yet. Um, uh, go ahead, what do you want to say about it? Well, I've, uh, I've got two comments first.
10: Uh, the first thing is I think that they had a chance to uh, to make gender by having him win.
1: Okay. Uh, that's, uh, I-, I thought that Braun Strowman would win, because, and I think a lot of people thought that, Rob. You know, because he was the obvious, but I, I, I mean, I, what I put behind thinking he should have won and why I agree with a lot of people, it's just because the amount of TV time and push and money that they put into him and he, meaning Braun Strowman, I just said this last week, he, Rob, if you paid attention, right, Braun was kind of the sacrificial lamb, the vehicle in between that Roman Reigns undertaker angle. Okay, you know what I'm saying, and it's, yeah, it, it's
10: actually funny that you say that because that was my second comment last week. You kept saying about uh, you kept saying Braun Strowman was in that sacrificial lamb roll and I just kept uh, imagining Dennis Dennis Jones sitting there, uh, like Homer Simpson, thinking lamb roll.
3: <laughs> I'm not sorry. I apologize for uh, nothing. Guy knows I love
1: man meat. He knows. Thank you, Rob, for calling. <laughs> Oh, he never fails on this show. Dennis has got to get over. Oh yeah, some call him the punchline; I call him the star. That's right. Um, he's sitting there laughing like, yeah, Taz. The show's almost over. I hate you. Um, so and by the way, tomorrow there will be no live Taz show, no live video, no live audio. There will be this particular show, and if you're listening to it on a podcast right now or VOD or whatever, well, it's kind of a moot point. But you know, this show will. Serve as tomorrow's show, for those that aren't listening. But if you're listening, you heard me say that live. Then it really doesn't matter. This is very confusing. This whole thing, it's weird. Like it's taped. It's not taped. Like the whole scenario. You know. So uh, anyway, who we got here? We got I got a lot of people on the phone here, and we don't have a lot of time. Noah in Alabama, you are on the Taz show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, guy? Hey,
13: what's up, Taz? Talk to me. Whew, stormy night in Alabama on a great
10: WrestleMania.
13: That's no one cares. I like oh,
1: really? So it's raining as it's raining a lot. Yeah,
10: more more than that, storming all over the damn place. Really? Day, night, cold, hot. <laughs>
9: all
1: right, that's awesome. Uh, so, what'd you think, dude? What of the show?
8: A-, a
10: plus WrestleMania, in my opinion. See,
1: bro, you've heard. I don't know how much you've listened to my show here tonight, but man, people. Some people are hating on it. Some people love it. That's kind of cool. I think that there's that like kind of a split. I think that's cool. Like some people like it, some didn't.
10: And here's the way I look at it, and I'll do a good little sports comparison to it. Right. The retirement of The Undertaker, in my opinion, was the equivalent of when Bear Bryant retired from the from football coaching. Now, how
1: did I know? I like that, by the way. How did I know that it was going to be an Alabama reference, uh, football, Alabama football? I mean, come on. You're so predictable, Noah. Really. Oh, hey,
10: roll tide till the day
1: I die. Oh, boy. you Listen, I understand. I know <laughs> Somebody else called this week and was, you know, roll Tad! I started getting to the whole thing, you know. I got to learn the fight song, I think. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so uh, at the end of the day, what was your favorite match? I'm, I'm curious.
10: Oh, the Hardys return. I, I marked out for that bigger than anything else on the show.
1: It was awesome. You know, and I didn't realize, man, if you look closely at it, Noah, like how many titles they actually changed hands, like I was just talking about. That. I, I was naming all the titles, and I forgot about Kevin Owens. I mean, that, that was, what are we up to there, Dennis? Five titles, I think. It's, it's Orton's one, Hardy's, Brock, Naomi, Kevin Kevin Owens. That's five. Noah, thank you for calling, by the way, sir. I appreciate that, bro. Uh, that's five titles changed hands. So when they change titles, right, that, that's the deal for us, for, the audience. So that means on Raw, it's like a reset, right? All the storylines now are abolished. Everything starts over. Okay, tomorrow night usually is a huge Raw right after Mania. You know, Cole was talking earlier and mentioned something about AJ Styles, and we haven't talked about a lot about AJ Styles and, and, and Shane uh, Shane's match. Now, AJ won the match, okay? But look at AJ. Like, you know, I, I, I'm sure a lot of folks notice. He's wearing white and red. I'm sorry, blue and red. He had blue glove on, red glove on. Like, you know, there's been a lot of speculation. Is he going to Raw? I mean, I don't know. I mean, he just beat Shane. Now, you know, I mean, I think it's good. I think I predicted that. I think Dennis predicted the other way, and so did Katie. What did you predict, Dennis? We have a second here to go over this real quick. I, I don't want to be the bearer of
3: bad news, but as, as far as the picks go, oh. you, you did well, but points-wise, you picking Austin Aries as your most confident really killed you.
1: Hold on a second. Because I had that for sitting at 13 points, I did the job. That's what you're saying.
3: Yes. Would you Damn. like to know your grand total? Yeah, go ahead. Fifty six, that's good. That is good. Except other people got higher. Well, I'll read you, Katie's, <laughs> to make you feel oh, a lot better. No.
1: oh good, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me. Thirty seven. <laughs> yes, ah, Katie. <laughs> okay. What about you, Hot Shot, Cheater? Sixty four. Ah, typical. Typical. And oh, what about Cowboy? What did he get? Cowboy.
3: Cowboy was out Friday. Oh, okay, Cowboy. The winner of the whole thing. You're not going to be happy
1: with this oh, either. Oh no! Don't say his name. Yeah. Who? the KFJ! God, dang it! What are you nuts? Seth won
3: seventy-one points. I don't even want to talk about seventy-one points. Yeah, he his thir- from eight through thirteen, he got everyone right. He's
1: a mock. Eric in Harlem, you're on the Taz show on CBS Sports Radio.
11: Hey Taz, thanks for having me. You got it, bro. I appreciate it. I just want to let you know, man. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was at the Garden, at the Rumble, when you debuted against Kurt Angle,
4: hmm. our,
11: our fellow, uh, your fellow Hall of Famer, man. This is beautiful match. I just want to let you yeah, know, Yeah, it was, it was, it was, was,
1: I'll never forget it. It was awesome. Yeah, <laughs>
11: I'll never <laughs> that, forget that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That pop was incredible. Yeah. I just want to let you know. Thank you. Thank uh, I you. want to talk about that uh, Undertaker match and Roman Reigns. Yes, sir. Um, it was very, very interesting because – Raw's commentary was unique, and I know you watched it at that point of view, at the commentary point of view, because it sounded like they let him call it, like how he saw it in the ring.
1: Well, hold you on know? now, you're talking about you're talking about the uh, the Undertaker-Roman Reigns match?
11: The Undertaker-Roman Reigns match, yeah.
1: It was tough for me, uh, Eric, because I was on the air live, so I couldn't hear, I watched the match, but uh, I, I couldn't man. hear the commentary because it's tough to listen while I'm working, you know what I mean? But uh, I didn't man. hear it, and I was, uh, during the break, I heard a little bit of it, and before the match, I thought they'd have Jr. just do the color commentary as a guest. Have JBL do his color commentary, and it, because it is yeah. Michael Cole's booth, uh, have him be the lead. But it kind of seemed like Cole let Jr. be the lead, so I I, I, I was wrong on that prediction.
11: Yeah, it it, it looked like it, it looked like they let him call it how he sees it. And it didn't yeah. sound like no one was in his ear, and it and it was great. And it 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 looks great and it's great on. W for WWE because they they bought Jr. back and yeah you know going I agree. through some tough times right now absolutely awesome I mean he's you know he's he's WrestleMania he calling the main the main event match you know
1: well so, that's, you yeah know, that's why he's just, a Hall of Famer bro you know he's the man you know I mean and uh, you know I I thought it sounded great to hear his voice back on uh, on the air for real I mean I don't know what they're gonna do with him going forward you know but I I definitely thought it was awesome you know what I mean
11: yeah absolutely I it it, it felt it felt like the good old
1: days. Yeah, man. Well, it, 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 felt good, it, but... it, it did. It was really nice to hear his voice uh, on there, JR. And, uh, Eric, I appreciate you calling. Uh, and good observation by you, my friend, for sure. Uh, last caller of the show will be uh, John in Indiana. You are on the Tash show on CBS Sports Radio.
9: Good moment to you, Taz. Good moment, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I want to talk about the, the Raw women's match, especially. Yes. Um, I got to say, I have a 13 year old daughter. She's sort of half smartened up to the business and kind of knows how things go. Right. But we were we were sitting and watching the match, and through the whole thing, she kept saying, "I hope Bailey wins," and "I hope Bailey wins." And right. I kept saying to her, "Well, you know, Nia supposed to turn heel. All the dirt she'd say, or not Nia. I'm sorry, Sasha. Right. Right. Sasha's supposed to turn heel." Mm. And so. The moment Bailey won, she's, she, um, we're sitting on our couch. She has her head on my chest. The referee counts one, two, three. My daughter jumped up out of my arms <laughs> and just cheered That's and awesome. stomped on the ground and marked out. That's cool.
1: That's cool. She well, she's a role model for girls. Bailey, a, she's a straight role model, dude. I mean, she's, she's great for, for young kids, especially girls. That's awesome to hear. That's a great story.
9: Yeah, absolutely. It was it was a moment. It was a moment to me that, and there were many moments across the whole night. But that's the one thing I'll remember. I won't remember so much what happened in the ring. I'll remember the look in my daughter's eyes.
1: That's very that cool, man. That's John. So, I'm happy to hear that. That's really nice. I'm glad I could. Uh, uh, the last caller of my long three hour show here would be somebody like you with a story like that. That's very nice you shared that, man.
9: I appreciate that, sir. And I appreciate your work in the ring, obviously. And uh, you know, I. Uh, I just I'm happy I I got to talk to you. You so, got it, man.
1: You. Well, thank you, John. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it very much. And uh, speaking of thank yous, I'm oh, up yeah. now. I want to say uh, <laughs> thank you to uh, everybody here at WFAN and CBS Sports Radio for opening their doors again for yours truly, uh, and my team here, Cowboy and Anthony, and obviously the lumberjack, Dennis Jones. Uh, I got the best crew going baby There's no doubt about that Thank you everybody who called the show I appreciate that immensely um, Really And everybody on social media That was hyping the show and everything Thanks so much for that uh, What else also Before I'm doing all my wrap up here Am I missing Dennis well uh, miss Tomorrow I explained t- tomorrow right? There's not going to be a live show right? New fans tune in Tuesday Yes new fans Thank you sir New fans can choose, choose uh, take two. New fans can tune in this Tuesday. Uh, 7 a.m. live, 7 a.m. Eastern to 9 a.m. Eastern on every day. The Taz Show. We have a lot of fun. We have live phone lines. You can go to TazShow.com, listen live there, or watch it live there. We do a lot of Facebook live also. Or you can listen on the Radio.com app live every morning from your phone or whatever. So we do all sorts of stuff. We're silly. We're crazy. I'll tell you what. We're wild. And, uh, and that's the deal. And thanks again, everybody here at CBS uh, for opening the doors here and the fancy WFN studios. And thank you, everybody, who listened or watched this or if you check out the podcast version, thank you for that. All right. For everybody here at the Taz Show, I'm Taz. You're not. See you guys on Tuesday.